0: Ladies and gentlemen, a warm welcome to episode 119 of our usually cozy and at times bone-chillingly biting F-Reality podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that, let's be honest, only rarely talks about AR and MR, but hey, you know, one day. It is live-streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch, and brought to your eyes and ears by the reliable multi-stream technology of Restream.io. You may feed on the show live in virtual reality by using big screen TV, which is available once the show airs and it lets you interact mid-show with other audience members and react to the controversial opinions of our salty crew. This show goes live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, 12 midday in Central US, and 10 a.m. if you're in California but they're probably still in bed after a long week of laying on the beach sunning themselves. (laughs) For the busy commuter or juggling stay-at-home parent, we also spout an audio version which is available next to the Fountain of Life on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please keep them to yourselves as the opinions that matter most are ours. We ask for pure silence in the chat this week as we don't (laughs) want to scare Father Christmas away Sorry, Watto. Fans, please light your candles on your F-Reality shrines now, and be sure to wave your F-Reality flags every time one of us makes a half-intelligent joke. And yes, for my North American brothers and sisters with more overt styles of sarcasm, I am 102% most definitely joking. Finally, it is time to introduce your darling F-Reality crew, your Saturday saviors, and perhaps the end to all that is sacred. First, Nathy, this lad, when he's not getting handsy with R2D2, he's sneaking cute Star Wars characters into his intros. Always be on the lookout for the hidden. So Nathy, what do you want for Christmas? What I want for Christmas? <laughs> Your yeah, not... happiness and peace. Happiness and peace. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's what the models always say, you know. Good, good. Anything else been uh, rocking you this week so far, Nathy?
1: Well, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm officially waiting for a new Bioshock.
0: When you say true, it? Uh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's to you like uh, it's like Moses coming along with another ta- tablet, isn't it?
2: <laughs>
0: well, yeah, kinda, kinda. <laughs> I mean, I do. You still have your like Mondo? Um, what's the guy called? The guy with the feckin' drill oh, hands? Did. Elon uh, Musk, daddy.
1: right? Giant Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> Elon Giant Tusk. Elon Musk, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a big daddy, yeah. I have a life-size uh, big daddy in the living room. And uh, I had to sell the whole, like, dinner table to be
0: able to fit it in. It, it, it honestly looks like that's something you'd see in a horror film where, like, some screeching, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, teenage girl comes running in, like, trips and impales herself on, on one of those yeah. drill bits. But anyway.
3: Yeah, be careful if you take a girl home, maybe. Because, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You don't this want to why show I, this them why, on the first night, right? <laughs> this is
1: why I don't have a girlfriend.
3: Well, maybe.
0: That, exactly. I, it was just the, it's just the statue and, and the risk and the, the the pending police report that uh I can imagine. Yeah. That would make a movie in just of itself. All right. Thank you, thank you, Nathy. Um over to Rowdy. So our resident doctor turned criminal, I hear, has been stealing priceless works of art from children their parents left broken and in tears. So Rowdy, did you get lucky? Well, did you poke? That's me. <laughs> Uh, let's first uh, a little bit of a clap for that
3: intro for from zim i mean it's absolutely beautiful he even put out his uh his lime green sweater uh yes. just for the occasion with the with the gloves how, how far down does the sweater go zim can, can, you, can you show us how <laughs> far down
0: it goes <laughs> a bit of leg for you huh? <laughs> there we go there we
3: go beautiful 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 yeah
0: all right, <laughs> they they challenged me. How how dare you guys do that? But yeah, they challenged me to wear my cyber suit today. So uh, anyone who wants to rip out a piece of this show and and do something naughty with me, you can. You have yeah. my, my 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 rights extended to you. So Rowdy, what have you been doing this week?
2: Uh,
3: what have I been doing? I I've been doing a lot of uh, end of the year work stuff. Uh, it's almost done next week. Uh, I'm officially uh, done with my job. So I have only five more work days left uh, mm-hmm. and the, the last one is a little bit of a, of a goodbye party so uh, it's only yeah it's it's going to be a big change for me after this because um, uh, since next year I'll probably be uh, be moving to a different country uh, very exciting also looking forward to that uh, a lot um, but yeah this week has been it's been fun in a way as well. You know, we had some new releases coming out.
0: Uh, I, I dove into those as well. Uh, and uh, looking forward to be on the podcast. Excellent. Well, this is a special week. Mike's not with us. Mr. Mike is actually <laughs> off to a you party. dressed as Dressed as a, as, as a reindeer. Uh, I heard he had to affix full-on reindeer horns to his slick, orbish head. Uh, reindeer horns are actually made of bone. So think about that a minute. I mean, that's yeah. some serious bone works.
3: I love that the picture that we chose for him, I'm like covering up his hands so we don't know if he's actually flipping anyone oh, off yeah. or not.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. That's great. But you you managed to get the offline just around the Oculus 6 logo. Like, perfectly. perfect, yeah. Perfectly. So yeah, he'll be back next week. Uh, my name is Zim. Uh, so for for today, the renowned soulless deserter of Twitch VR, your stand-in host and live streamer, my name is Talk 5 And this week we have almost zero news. I I pulled up one article. Uh, It was something from Upload VR, and apparently CNN said that David Jaggelson, sorry, Jaggelson, Silent J, because he's from Finland, uh, he made a joke. And uh, after all these years, uh, and it's actually funny. Uh, That's the most newsworthy thing this week, um, that singular Xbox joke. Uh, Go look it up on Twitter. Uh, So so for those of you who don't find that particularly uh, newsworthy, Maybe these tiddly topics will tickle your gingerbread hearts. Uh, (laughs) Firstly, (laughs) an early Christmas present. Hand-tracking drops for Oculus Quest. Second, uh, in less exciting news, Facebook are going to advertise to you by using your data. I'm looking at you, Oculus Go side-quested SLR users. On December 10th, PlayStation's The State of Play broadcast uh, brought out an interesting new... VR game called Paper Beast. We'll touch on that a little later. Rumors about Cloudhead Games, the people buying Pistol Whip, which pointed to another possible acquisition by Oculus. We had the Game Awards, an unsatisfactory show for VR, but we've squeezed out the juicy bits, including two games we're praying come to VR. Beat Saber gets refurbished in a new release, including 360 and 90 degree modes and a new punk rock DLC. Our man Nathy is going to sprinkle you with all that's new in virtual reality game releases over the last week or so, ensuring this tough crowd don't miss a beat, or else they'll eat him alive. One of the (laughs) two. (laughs) Sweet. Uh, Frankly, either will be entertaining. Then, carrying us on, we will spike the punch uh, with a surprise tweet from Valve and Half-Life Alex's strategic withdrawal from their highly anticipated spot On the Game Awards. Uh, We give our Boneworks impressions and hold an open discussion about what makes or breaks a great VR game. Uh, So before we snowplow through this cornucopia of news, let's ask what everyone's been up to and what their highlight of the week was. And so for those of you in chat who thought you'd get off easy, just turn up and relax? No. You have a duty to your VR country peoples, so sound off by writing what you played in chat now. And first, we're going to transition over to Nathy.
1: Okay, well, let's let's get this party started, right? Last time was great, by the way, with the whole Halloween thing we did. was was fun.
2: That was great.
1: Mike's gone, and out come the
0: beasts, right? When the mic is when the mic is away, we get to play. Yeah, we we get to smack
1: again. We can we can talk about off topic things for as long as we the chat has already started.
0: The chat is oh.
3: already started. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, they know. They know. Anyways, um, yeah, so since I can't uh, talk about Boneworks uh, just yet, I'm going to, well, pick something else. I will be, um, well, shortly talking about the Droid Repair Bay. I played it last night uh, oh, through yeah. Oculus Link because it's a PC VR game that uh, is only available on Steam and Oculus Home for hmm. Go. I honestly never knew that the Star Wars droid repair bay VR experience was for go
0: really flew under the radar. I've seen it on, I've seen it on go, but uh, it is,
1: but not on Rift or let's say uh, quest, you know, it's, it was only a PC VR (laughs) uh, game on steam. So uh, yeah, I, I I, uh, went back in also to, you know, celebrate the upcoming Star Wars movie. um, And yeah, I had a lot of fun. It's like this short but sweet uh, experience of, let's say, like 10 minutes. Um, although, this time I figured out that uh, there are achievements to it as well. And if you read the achievements on Steam, you can get a lot more out of it. Then you play it like two to three times because there are certain challenges to be, you know, conquered. So, um, for the folks out there who have never heard of Droid Repair Bay... Um, you play as an astro mechanic who needs to fix uh, all kinds of droids and they um they roll towards you and you need to put them on this uh, workbench and you need to open them up and uh, replace chips and stuff like that and there is a little uh, story to
0: it as well mm-hmm. and it's free you don't have to pay anything it's uh, it's pretty neat yeah it's been so under the radar that when I saw your video on it I was like I didn't know there was another Star Wars game launching, but mm. I guess this is uh, this is backdated. It yeah, launched this is a, classic. a while ago, but it still looks good. Like I, I would was... totally have believed it if they had just launched it, to be honest. And, and the weird
1: part is is that this uh, this uh, experience has been powered by Nissan,
2: <laughs> but there is no but there is no
1: yeah, but there but there is no like commercial stuff in there. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure where that comes from. It's weird because they do have another Star Wars VR uh, experience and that one uh, you drive in a Nissan car through the battlefield with all these AT-ATs and and stormtroopers and all kinds of stuff. So in that one, it's clear that it's an advertisement, but in this one, you really wonder, hmm, where where is (laughs) the advertisement? Where is the bait?
0: I was expecting it to like you separate the robot. And uh, in the droid, there's like a little Nissan like logo on the engine, and it's like powered by Nissan, you know. But maybe yeah. that wouldn't be yeah, so. That canon. would make sense. Actually, know, they should have done
3: that. That, that would have uh, been totally okay if they would have put that kind of advertisement
1: in there for me.
0: They paid for it, sure, no problem. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But there, there is no um, like, like you know, there is no uh, advertisement in that sense. And I, I, you know, even if there was, I didn't mind because it's it's free and it's pretty pretty fun. Uh, I do wonder where our... VR experience for this new movie is uh, mm. because you could say yeah, Star Wars Vader Immortal was the but honestly if you look at what Disney has done so far they have almost made a VR title for every movie that came out <laughs> and or- it was or a 360 or it was an actual game or an experience but there was always something at least so I don't know where this year you know Maybe maybe we still have to get something, um, but they probably knows. put all their money Time's into those short. three,
0: you know, those three yeah. Star Wars experiences. To be honest, there was a lot of light and magic stuff went into that, so
1: yeah, that's probably yeah. where it went. Cool. So um, let's let's dive into the chat as well. We have yeah. uh, James H, who played the climb, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, DLG27, who uh, dove into the curious tale of the stolen pets. It's on five Part Infinity now. It was rowdy. He stole them. Yeah, oh. I, did. I I have one right here. I'm not lying. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. <laughs> A little squirrel for our audio yeah, listeners yeah, yeah. with wide eyes. He's obviously seen Rowdy do some <laughs> terrible things.
1: Oh, he's in the bedroom, so... Then we uh, have Gaming Science Teacher, who played more Bugs VR. And uh, she's also looking forward to Beat Saber 360, uh, Fisherman uh, uh, Tail, and or uh, The Affected The Manor.
2: No, that's a that's a spooky
1: one right a spooky classic spooky scary uh Incredible. and then we have what uk a loyal loyal fan of the show played loads of Borderlands 2 a little bit of half-life 2 in vr thanks uh tariel wood and also some boneworks on the pimax and gta 5 and red dead in farbacks wow <laughs> <laughs> Are you still alive, my friend? Um, And then uh, we have uh, uh, Kara, who uh, um, played Boneworks and Death Lab. Lab.
0: I was going to say Death Lab. It's like a mix of Death Lab and uh, (laughs) Valves the Lab. Sorry, my my Dutch accent was kicking in. There you go. That's good. Excellent. Thank you. So that was Chat Chat. You've been busy. Um, another person who's been busy, Rowdy, what did you get up to this week?
3: Yeah, I uh, I actually dove into uh, Budget Cuts too. Uh So oh, I, I tested hey. that one out. Uh, I was a big fan of the first one. I really liked that one. It was very, well, back then, at least it was very new. I know that we talked about it a little bit uh, last episode as well, that we, we were kind of wondering if if there is still a need for like a budget cuts too, because you know, a lot of, a lot of things have changed. And I have to say when I originally got into it, I felt a little bit like the teleporting was, um, it kind of helped me back a little bit because I was expecting like, at least like some form of like normal locomotion as well. Uh, but of course there's a concept and I'm, I'm okay with that. I got used to it fairly quickly. Um, but I, I am less impressed with it than I was with the first one. Um, Although I do have the feeling that there is more stuff to do now, that the story is also more delved out. Well, in the in the first one, the story was fairly straightforward, mm-hmm. um, and you you would pick up the phone and you would get snippets snippets of, of like the story through that phone line or through your in piece or whatever. Um, while here, it's a little bit more spread out. You have like televisions that you can turn on and listen to like what has been happening, and and it's it's a little bit more fleshed out. But at the same time, I felt less inclined to, like, dive back into uh, Budget Cuts, too, to, to, to see, you know, what's happening, what's going on. Um, I had, like, some kind of, like, annoying bugs with, like, uh, grabbing those robot things and, like, trying to fling them out. And it would, like, start, like, spasm out and I it would clip through the wall or something like that. But I got I got to stop things, just for a second. Yeah.
0: For our audio listeners, right? Do this for me. Pause here. Rewind before Rowdy started. And replace everything you just said with Half-Life Alex. If you can have a fun ride. Anyway, continue, Rowdy. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> so w- w- what happened um, for me at least was that it sometimes like glitched out a little bit. Um, uh, I died a lot more than I did in the huh. in the in the first one. So I think it is a bit harder in that way as well. Uh, then again, I do think that the new weapons are fairly cool. You have a bow. That's the one that I found already. What was I the really cause of your
0: death? Bolt. Was it was it actually enemies attacking you or did you fall off something? Or?
3: Um, the cause of my death most of the times was my bad throwing skills in that game. Like I'm still not able to like, like even if I'm standing like right behind him, like I still sometimes like miss when I throw it, they turn around and they just kill you straight away. Uh, so that's most often the the, the reasons that I died. Uh, the level design I do like. Uh, there is a lot more that has been going on uh, in terms of levels, um, but I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm a little bit with like what Nate said last time as well. Is like do do we really have a need for a for a second version of budget cuts? Um, even though I am still interested in in the story and how it how it will end because the, the first one ended very open. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, you don't really have to play the first one either because they kind of summarize it um, through televisions. Uh, through If you turn on the television you listen to the news, the robot news, the things that have kind of occurred and have happened. Ah. So it catches that, you up with the story. It
0: catches you. Like a summary. No,
3: I wouldn't entirely enough. say uh, that it would catch up, but enough at least. And also the in-ear piece that you receive also gives some pieces of information. Uh, you have The Return of Adam, which in the first one was absolutely horrifying. Um, he is in here as well, and you encounter him fairly quickly. Um, very well done. I like those kind of things a lot. But um, if it's a recommendation for me, if you're a big fan of budget cuts, yes. Um, if you didn't like the original budget cuts, then this is definitely not going to be for you.
2: Right.
0: What do you, what do you say for like someone who's totally new to budget cuts, hasn't done the first one, would you recommend it for him, Or would you say... You yeah, know, again, caution? I find it
3: a difficult one because... I know that the first budget cuts, when it came out, it was well, pretty much revolutionary. While now there are other games that have done similar or even better in, in, in terms of similar mechanics um, that I don't know if it's enough to satisfy people. Mm, right. uh, there are other stealth games like Aspire like 1. like, uh, like I, don't, I don't know. There's like a, a, quite a few that came out recently as well. Yeah. That Panther VR is one that is upcoming. And maybe people are a little bit more demanding now than they were originally when budget cuts got released like
0: i like that spire quite a bit and although it's a little bit rough around the edges especially the quest build um i could easily recommend that actually because it gives you a real cool kind of spy vibe to it and i like that especially i only played it since they patched it i know there were problems with it before Mm. but to me it's like it was pretty decent I, I,
1: i feel like this year in terms of game development we we have seen a lot of new things popping up and Other titles seem to have a hard time catching up with that now. And as Rowdy said, people become more demanding. Next year as well, with all these uh, titles coming out, we're going to see a new standard of of gaming. And uh, some developers are still using the old formula that maybe now starts to stop working because there's a new age coming for what Mm -hmm. players want. I don't know if this is what they are looking for um and that, I,
3: that's the thing that i meant indeed like i thought the first bocica was indeed revolutionary just because of yeah. the level of, of interactivity that you had the cool weapons like uh-huh, everything was, was you, you could mess around with you could pick up you could like you know you could do a lot in that game that was yeah. pretty amazing but now mm-hmm. i think we have as like especially like people like us who play like a lot of vr games we kind of have grown accustomed to that and yeah. we expect you know the next game to be even more or just as yeah. revolutionary as the first at least ones. on par right yeah
0: because yeah, once once that bar moves up it's hard yeah. to handle go
1: back and we're talking about a game that came out like the first budget cuts came out well not that long ago but the the idea behind it was already like three or four years old then they delayed it a couple of times not releasing it so it if it came out earlier then i think they would have enjoyed way more success with this title in the first place and yeah the the second one it's like you know, well, they apparently they felt confident enough, and maybe they they sold a lot of copies, who knows, but mm. yeah, for me, like I don't feel like I need to play the next one. There is no mm. like reason for me that pulls me into this title because the first one, just the experience I had with it wasn't um, I'm not getting I wasn't curious enough to to want wanting more of what's. Mm.
3: I, I really I'm gonna I'm, when I tried the first one I really was a was a big fan I really liked oh, yeah. that a lot. No, the I first really one was great
0: comedy yeah. and and yeah. The, the motion at the time and the whole kind of portal-esque bit we hadn't seen it before, mm-hmm. and now yeah. several games have done that type of trick. Yeah. So cool. Um, well, this week I got to play something that I, f- well, I was a side quest loaded uh, to my quest and I think stands out a lot and uh, gave me something that I wasn't expecting. So there's a game that dropped out called High Seas, which puts you in charge of like um, a shipping uh, shipping container ship, (laughs) long kind of, uh, not a cruise ship, but a container vessel ship. And um, so you get to float this thing on what is a massive rolling ocean. And I mean massive. Like this is like all those horror films, not horror (laughs) films, but like disaster films where they show you like, hundred foot high waves and stuff that's literally in this. And you're like navigating this ship through a series of like icebergs at the start. Now I've not gotten that far. I think I got five nautical miles as far as I got, but like it works a bit like um, the games like, you know, FTL or from other Suns, where when you damage your ship, if you're not totally dead, you got to jump to another, um, you got to jump to another, uh, another room, repair something. Some of those repair mechanics are a bit, Backed up at the moment so for instance if there's a fire down the belly of the ship you take the fire extinguisher and 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 you just you just pound it on the fire to put the fire out and the same thing the electrical box you take you take the tool for the electrical box and you just pound the electrical (laughs) box so like it's early days yet but actually the feeling of like being on the front of that ship it getting dark and stormy and then you get this alarm and all of a sudden there's a fucking gigantic wave and you're trying to steer the ship like into the wave with as much like power as you can um and it is just it's amazing the feeling you get like yeah of being I'm, I'm i'm gonna be scared. honest i'm
3: absolutely horrified by those kind of things like i'm not That's a so big good. fan of like the open sea not at all <sighs> um i find it absolutely scary i know that when i used to travel um from belgium to london uh to hmm. to visit my my girlfriend because she lived there and I would often have to take like the uh, the shuttle like on, it either would go on the ground, which was fine with oh. me and like the the other, or I would have to take like that ship that like just crosses like that little section. And even that for me was already like, Yeah, I prefer going on the ground, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I prefer land, land yeah, is good. Land
0: is it's good. Well, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's freaking fantastic. So anyway, if you've got a quest, uh go sideload that. That's amazing. Easy to get on again. If you don't know about side quests, look it up. High seas, so second fantastic game. Uh, really yes. like it. So, yes. indie's behind that. I don't know the developer or developer the development studio behind it, but the combination of not just like a simple thing, it, it's really good. It's just hard, and I'm like, surely being a sea captain isn't this hard? This is like this is like amping it up times ten. It's like too difficult now. But. I, I, got, studio... I
3: got a couple of questions. Uh, we got a question from uh, James sure. H saying, "Is it also multiplayer?" Mm. Single player at the moment.
0: Yeah, okay. so It would be I had awesome to have myself. like a deck and have people, you know, doing the different rooms instead yeah. of having to jump back to another room because it kind of pauses the main thing that's going on, allows you to go repair, come back, and then continue. But your ship mm-hmm. is still floating, so I think yeah. you could run into uh, an
3: iceberg. Can you like, because you have containers on your ship, right? Can you yeah. like lose your cargo?
0: I don't think you can see your cargo. So you see the front deck, you don't see the rear. Uh, okay. um, no, I don't think you can lose your cargo. Okay. Not. I mean, I only played it for like, 40 minutes or so, but it was great. It's like it's like a horror film, but a new genre. It's like now you're <laughs> at the open sea. I think you would fucking hate this, Rowdy. I think yeah, you
3: probably would. I, I, I probably think you would, would really
0: be terrified. Can we have a video, please? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, so let's get let's get into the news then. Um so first up in in our in our normal news segment, uh Oculus Quest hand tracking. Uh, f- and so on December 9th, uh, we had a surprise release of Oculus Quest hand tracking, which um, was drip-fed to the public uh, with patch pushes for version 12 of the OS, allowing interaction with the user interface, several first-party apps such as Oculus Browser, Oculus TV, and Guardian, which was the most exciting for me until I realized you can't actually draw the line with it. You can just interact with the menu and then it goes, needs a controller. So that kind of... (laughs) Uh-huh. Kicked me in the nuts a little bit. Um, I can't wait to draw my finger through the sand. You know what I mean, lads? Like that felt so good with a controller. It's going to feel even better doing it with a finger. Yeah. Um, so as stated in their public blog, uh, Oculus have said more and more experiences on the Oculus platform uh, will support hand tracking over time. Uh, this is one gift that we'll keep on giving. I have to agree with that because the way they've been revising the software side of the hardware package that you buy when you buy an Oculus Quest has been great. Um really fantastic leaps and bounds this year. <clears throat> From tracking of the controllers near the headset, uh, to various variations of the software that you use, the options you have with that. A um, number of things have come in that I've that I've really enjoyed. Um, so first party is great, right? But like your first party, it was probably 80% dudes and everybody was drowning themselves in alco pops. So not the end stage by far. So in even better news, uh, the new SDK, the software development kit, is rolling out next week. Developers and creators now have the power to unlock controller-free hand interactions and in quest apps for the first time. Oculus and us, I'm sure, can't wait to see what ships as what kinds of content they'll dream up. I can't wait to see what side quest has because you know that's probably where it's going to hit first. Yeah. And I'm wondering, what do you guys think about this? Have you had a Have you had the latest update on your quests? Have you given the hand tracking a go and it's kind of... Current variant or um, any comments from even just OC six would be good.
3: I haven't tried it yet, uh, but I, I believe Nati did try it at uh, OC six, right? So yeah,
1: yeah. But I also tried it uh, this week, the the update. Although I gotta say I had more fun tr- uh, what I tried at Oculus Connect than what I tried here, what <laughs> they have now, uh, uh, because uh, initially the plan was to release this next year not yeah. this year, exactly. And, and, then right. I, and then I saw what they got so far. I was like, well, you could have done next year as well. You could have maybe waited with this and kinda, you know, because this is, this is the first introduction to hand tracking mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I've never seen so many people like, whoa, this is like next level. I'm like, I don't know, but like four or five years ago, I already tried yeah. this. For me, it's not the latest thing and it's still kind of the same in terms of uh, accuracy. Um, and you know what I mean? I wish they they ju- just have waited with it and they made like a simple demo like they had at a, a Connect and just introduced people yeah. with that instead of, hey, this is hand tracking. You have to control things from a distance. Well, hand tracking usually brings things closer to you, right? Where you can use your fingers to tap on the screen, to type on the Sorry, keyboard, I... to grab things towards you, like maybe move the menu, you know, move the the menu itself, the interface to different places, stuff like that. I, I think
3: that the that the innovation comes from rather the fact that it's like, uh, there's no external module anymore. Like it used to be in D with like the yeah. Leap motion. Yeah. You had to attach that module. And I still think that Leap motion is probably better uh, because, you know, you're running it off of a... Uh, you're not running it on a mobile processor in, integrated in the Oculus Quest, so you're running it off <clears throat> separate. I I I, so. I think it.
0: You know, in terms of the quality of what they shipped, um, I agree with Nathy on the content side. It feels like as a package release, you'd expect there to be something. I mean, most people at Oculus Connect Six got a chance to play with a demo where you'd move some bricks around and stuff like that. Um, can you go into a little bit more what it was you got to experience, Nathy, at Oculus Connect in terms of the demo that you had? So.
1: It's, it's, let's say it's not, not much better than what's uh, out now. Um, but um, yeah, this, this was like um, a demo and where I had to um, tap on certain objects and open them to find uh, leaks because I was in a kitchen and I had to uh, point out where there was something broken. So I had to use my hands to open a cabinet or point towards something. Um, but mm. at least my finger came closer to it than what it does right now.
0: Yeah, um, I noticed that boundary um, mechanism that seems to be kicking in. So putting your hands close together, it doesn't like your hands touching at the moment. It doesn't like overlap. It doesn't like interaction. Well, uh, the, the funny part
1: is, in this update that they have now, they make your hands disappear, so you will never see that it doesn't work, right? But uh, at <laughs> Oculus Connect, if you did that, it was like your hands were just fumbling <laughs> around, and it was like you know you were like your hands were made out of spaghetti. So it's smart what they did there. So people yeah, yeah. people have the idea it works amazingly because the occlusion gets hidden in yeah. uh, in the, in the current the small, version. That's smart, but that's a good way to do it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is uh, at it the is same clean.
3: time, um, I wonder what kind of applications will be useful for this on the on the Oculus Quest because I mean I I, I really don't see this as something that is like going to be integrated really a lot into the gaming world i don't know i I think there's probably going to be a couple of games that are going to be doing this but to to really i think it's going to be revolutionary
0: actually i'm I'm totally on the other side of the fence and i say that for things like you know waltz of the wizards but my wife got in it and i was like okay what do you think of this so we demoed it with her for 15 minutes or so and she was like doing the menu and all that instantly got the kind of drag around the pinch for her which i usually stick my thumb out and kind of do that and i find that having a kind of a hard surface to kind of click against works very well with their selection system. She rated it eight out of 10 in terms of what it currently does, was very mm. impressed. The fact that, I mean, it's her first time seeing hands in VR and like what Nathie said, we've had similar technology before, but even I, who I've I've experienced that, I had a magic leap and things and bringing your hands up, like when I first did that, I was really impressed at how fast it grabbed your hands tracking wise, like it's straight away. And it, it's not like I was expecting it to want to size up my hands or something like that. One thing we did notice though, and I see a couple of people in chat mentioning the same thing is it assigns you a pair of hands based on your measurements. And my, my wife is like, these hands are too skinny. I didn't notice mine were kind of around about the same size, but some people mm-hmm. are saying, oh, you're making my hands fatter than they really are. So it's not taking oh, okay. the dimensions of your hands. It's giving you a hand model. Oh. And one of the questions we were asking was, well, what happens if you don't have a finger? Like I've got an uncle that looks like that. He's got a knuckle missing because he used to work on an oil rig and he lost a finger. What is it going to do then? Like, is it going to just have a, a kind of a well, like I, Have you saggy seen, finger?
1: Have you seen on Reddit this video of someone with one, like, finger that wasn't there and it just worked fine? So, so it,
0: it just filled it in and just left it? Yeah, it just part. fills it in.
1: And again, like, I haven't seen your your fingers twitch in any way. It seems to be very very solid in so that sense. what you're stable. saying
3: it could it could even be used to be treating phantom paints that's that's I rather impressive technically <laughs> like, technically but um. the, the thing is what what i what i see it being used for more uh, for more is like uh, like media devices like like netflix or like youtube or uh like just watching what? a movie like those kind of because like, those are like natural interactions instead of like a remote control uh, but and don't then you on normally the other end that, as a, as like a research tool
0: Huh? Right. My biggest problem with that, the torpedo to that is if I'm going to use Netflix or whatever, usually I'm like laid up in bed, sitting there. And, and that's what <laughs> I wanted the 3DOF the mode for, because it's not using the cameras and it's mm. probably dark. And I'm sitting there like lying away. Like, like for instance, the Game Awards this, this week, right? Go hop into Oculus venues, join that. But I was in the dark and it was 3DOF mm. and that presents problems. So although I agree with you, that's probably the best because of the fidelity of tracking needs is, doesn't, yeah. isn't as high um and i actually think that like low uh low interaction vr games are really going to like bogo for instance yeah, BOGO, bogo with hands yeah. amazing you know waltz of the wizards with hands amazing mm-hmm. first person shooter that you're depending on specific accuracy probably not right but that's that's the thing like i wish with this update they introduce people the right way
1: because i've seen yeah. people say oh when can i play beat saber with my hands i'm like you have no idea of what hand tracking is really for. And you know, you you have to educate your consumers with the updates you do. And with hand tracking, I felt like they could have done better. They kinda of could have done more with that. But why? Um,
0: like why would why would they release it now? And yeah, my know. only answer to that is let's it's the disruption strategy of let's take as much storm out of as much sting out of the competition as possible. Because you've got so much Talk around the holidays, around Half Life, Alex, The Index, you know, all that kind mm. of stuff. It kind of feels like, what can we push now? What can we push to to generate noise? And hand tracking, honestly, is probably the best arrow in their bow.
1: Or they were just up up with their schedule and they were just ready to go now, and they just did it earlier. Um, but I, yeah. honestly, I think the hand tracking will be mainly used for, um, you know, the, the the social stuff. Facebook Horizon will will get hand tracking. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: VR Chat probably. Um, maybe V time, big screen, alt space, etc. Yeah. And and for training purposes too. Um, exactly, I think this training is... would be
0: perfect. It'd be perfect for kind of like a VR based training course that you're yeah, clicking for, through or interacting with.
1: Be- because for for a lot of people out there, it's very hard to use the controllers. They click on everything and and things go wrong. But with with hands, like everyone knows how to use their hands. So that will make things way easier for loads of people that are, let's say, a little older in that sense. And and I think that's that's
0: good. Or just we just not you know if you're not a if you're a technophobe, using a new controller is not as easy as just yeah. going in this way. But I'm curious, Rowdy, with your position on this, um, are you then quite anti what we saw on OC6's stage this year in terms of like controller free tracking is the way to go? for mass adoption are you are you against that strategy or do you think Oculus has it right in that respect
3: that to remove the controller from games right now Uh, to
0: remove the controller to for mass adoption, I don't think it's like controllers are out forever, but obviously uh, that's what their path
3: is. For me, that depends a lot on like what you you mean with mass adoption. Like uh, if it's mass adoption indeed in the social spectrum, then of course hand tracking is a logical step. And that is indeed uh, the scenario that, that, you know, Facebook wants to go into because they have a huge um, social media platform. Uh, But if if we're talking about mass adoption in, in gaming in general, I don't think that we have uh, a way to go without a controller now because the most popular kind of game genres, I wouldn't know how to do that, with only games, if you don't have force feedback. If you, Of course, if you yeah. can fix something that you get force feedback into your hands, uh, for example, when holding a gun or something, then, then yeah, maybe, but, yeah, but we're, we're a long way off of that, I think.
2: Haptics, I,
0: like I noticed this with my new phone, haptics have become such an integrated part of what we expect as feedback. You know mm-hmm. even just touching a button or entering like getting that haptic feedback even if it's not a full-on vibrate just a little bit of a tick right that mm-hmm. feel is so important and you don't get that with just your two it's, flippity it's, flappity it's, hands. it's it's
1: the gloves that in the end will be the thing that you want to use for gaming with farce feedback where you can feel you're holding the gun and the fingers get but that's so far away that's so
0: far Or a away. full haptic suit yeah, like the one you're wearing right now. Yes, yeah, just a full body, uh, enjoyable haptic suit would be good. I I do look forward to that. Um, <laughs> although I'll need it in Zim size, please. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and segue into the next topic. So, Facebook VR data advertising. AdAge.com cited: Facebook has notified consumers who use Oculus virtual reality headsets that it will collect their data from the gaming world and use it for advertising on the, their social network. Uh, Those recommendations could include Oculus events you might like to attend or ads for VR apps, like on the Oculus Store. We also have popular VR news site, Upload VR, published an article entitled, If Logged Into Facebook, Oculus VR Data Will Now Be Used For Ads. Uh, This goes on to explain that Facebook will now use information about your Oculus activity, uh, like which apps you use, and uh, how, many, how much
3: time
1: you spend in the Oculus browser for
3: like how much strange s- reasons?
0: Strange, <laughs> Oculus browser reasons? How many how many
1: how many weird memes have you sent through WhatsApp?
0: Um, uh, so assuming you've connected your Oculus ID to your Facebook account, right? Um, obviously their slant on this has always been for advertising. We're going to make your ads more content relevant, right? um and more recently and i noticed that this week as i said when i was dropping into oculus venues um you're actually required to use your facebook account and i found that interesting i mean according to the company's terms your account must use the same name that you use in everyday life uh so i found it interesting yeah. uh, anyway and certainly something that does it rub me the wrong way i'm not a facebook user so i don't mind kind of connecting the two and at the same time for me it's a bit like yeah. What my my concerns and questions probably go a little bit further. But what does this raise for you guys? What does this make you think?
3: Well, I, I think I think we already had a very nice discussion on like you know privacy and virtual reality just in yeah. general back in the episode with with Ken. By people who haven't heard of it, uh, go and ch- go back and uh, check that one out because it's a very interesting and long episode. So uh, you know t- you you can cuddle up nice and warm and uh, suck inside uh, if you have some time. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's like they always show the nice side of that kind of story you know using personalized information for personalized target uh, targeted ads and i think that is the positive kind of side of it that you get ads that are tailored to the things that you typically like if you know those (laughs) ads are the things that you actually want to see as well but the question is always what else is that information going to be used for and even if there are privacy policies and, you know, all these kind of things that are in line to keep that from not getting out. We know from past experiences that things like that have come out. Think about Cambridge Analytica. Think about like all of the events that have occurred recently. uh, Think about what happened with the, the, uh, how is it called? The uh, NRA um, with Citizen Four. Um, So those are things that are, kind of worrying in terms of like you know do we really want this kind of information because just imagine if an insurance company would get hold of this Um, those are just like kind of things that I prefer not to disclose that information to and I don't really know and I don't think that if there are any clear-cut rules on that kind of stuff already right now um, that, that keep that in check
0: and they've, they've already laid the framework, honestly, in their uh, in their policies that allow them to go and collect more. Um, and it seems to be going that way. Um, so even if, you know, it's kind of like the, the browser equivalent of, you know, clicking through, like, we're going to use this and that cookie for you. And you're like, yeah, except. Um, that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, is is true for these platforms. Now, Upload also went on to, to cite something very interesting, I thought, about 3D mapping of images. So they, they quoted Oculus in this and said, uh, Oculus are saying, we don't collect and store images or 3D maps of your environment on our servers today. Images are not stored anywhere, and 3D maps are stored locally on the headset for Quest and on your local PC where, where to have access to it. Uh, but th- th- that's
3: again, like the thing that like, kind of ticks me off again, because it's not about those like personalized images, because the majority of that information, I mean, I work in data science. I, I do a lot of data science stuff. The majority of information that you can retrieve from that is retrieved from metadata. It's data, data that is assumed that is connecting the dots together and by connecting those kind of dots together they can make an entire psychological profile of you yeah. they can make an entire kind of like physiological profile of you like the kind of activity that you perform uh, in a day like they can they can figure it out and i don't really know if that is that is something that i want any company to know yeah. about
0: And i have i have to say um firstly thanks for uh, plugging the can't buy cast i think that was a, that we touched on a lot of very important subjects in that mm-hmm. we won't go into that level of depth here um, but in terms of this kind of on-device data piece, the meta piece, um, I think the the profiling that, that we have of our individuals, right? Google started it essentially. They have been collecting data for eons, and data is the new oil, unfortunately. Um, so this is just another another dimension of the same data collection. And I think there, I think the trouble is there's really no way to stop this from happening.
3: I no think- that that's that's the thing, and I think that there need to be. Proper laws in place um, that kind of govern that better, because we had the same problem in science with DNA sequencing. And there were like there was at a certain point mm. insurance companies that would like maybe propose DNA sequencing so they could like determine like how likely you are to get a certain type of cancer. But can you can you imagine that that's based on your DNA profile they say yeah you get uh, you need to pay this much of insurance or you don't even get insurance because you're likely to get or. You know, whatever, like th- th- those are kind of like that's very personalized and private information that just shouldn't be, shouldn't be out there.
0: Mm. I mean, Nathan, what's your opinion on this stuff? Like, does this uh, make you nervous or are you more kind of new gen and you're like, the, whatever, the, sign me up? The, the thing is, like, it's a part of my my job. So if, if I'm like, ah,
1: you know what? No, I don't want all of this. Then I have a problem. So they ha- like uh, everyone minds my stuff because it's a part of my job. Um, but um, like this is something that we already expected. This was going to happen anyways. Yeah. Uh, I remember when, when we heard um, Facebook buying Oculus, we were all like, yeah, we're, we have to log in with Facebook now. It's going to be, uh, help, help, right? And then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that is to... really the
3: problem. I think the problem is rather to the fact that what is that information going to be used for who has access to that, yeah. and what can they use that information for? And yeah. that is something that needs to be very strictly regulated. I don't mind that if I need to log in with my personal Facebook, yeah. but then at least I would like to yeah. know: Do I have access to 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 know who has access to that data, and can I then ask them to remove that data? If they, if for example, Cambridge Analytica has an entire dossier on Rowdy Guy, can yeah. I tell them and say, "You need to delete my files because it's my information. It's yeah. it's my property." Well,
0: well, us as EU citizens, and sorry, rest of the world, but us as EU citizens. Uh, our EU data subjects, we're able to pull out the tenants under GDPR, the general mm. data protection regulation, mm. and actually require companies who deal with our data uh, to do just that. So if 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 we want a copy of that information, we can write them. Uh, if we want them to delete that data, we can do that. That doesn't mean that they're they're gonna be able to provide the service mm. and delete your data. Mm-hmm. So like Nathy said, we're all already in the noose, you know, we're here hanging and I don't think there's much we can do about it, but, um, well, you can, you can, you you can always say no. Yeah. But But it doesn't feel like the whole whole thing. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) I, I'm thinking that, you know, people who are a bit, and I'll say younger because they tend to be more openly sharing with, uh, with, with data and they don't kind of maybe see that macro picture or care as much, but I think they would see this as just kind of natural evolution. But that's concerning though.
1: Because people are yeah. willing to, uh, you know, because they don't realize the, the impact of it often. No, exactly. Basically. And 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 the thing uh, is, it it as Rowdy says, it, it's going you know deeper and deeper. And it, to a certain point, they they abuse your data to you know. Uh, to, just you, imagine that a, you have. Super just imagine cool. that
3: you have a a, a father or a, or an uncle that has all of his information locked and you go to your insurance company and you say, oh, but we yeah, see yeah. a family history of this and this and this and oh, that. Yeah. We're not going to provide you coverage. You'll be like,
0: <laughs> sorry, you can't have VR coverage. It, you're just yeah. going to have to sweat <laughs> into that VR headset thinking then, maybe one day I'll
1: get electrocuted. But that, that's what people don't get. If you give away that much privacy, uh, that's
0: th- this is the stuff y- you're going to face. Yeah. True. So that's it on
2: uh, mm, mm,
0: on a, an interesting subject. Certainly controversial. Um,
2: it is. I think
0: I, th- I think I think we're. Only, this is only the tip of the iceberg. I actually think it took us longer to get here than uh, than expected. But hey, Same. there you go. Same. This week has been full of all kinds of news. Um, this week is well ran. Uh, on December tenth, we had PlayStation's the State of Play, a regular broadcast where they announce new games, and I think that this is something that. Um, it's a nice way. It's a nice succinct package. It doesn't. It's not drawn out in the same way that yeah. like Microsoft or other other um, platforms release their information. And it's almost like very much, this is just a package like trailer. We're going to stream it at this time. You get yeah. all the news no, and then we're out. Really, and it's yeah, like it's 30, really 30 minutes. The thing I like about it, com- in contrast to the Game Awards, which we'll talk about in a little bit, concise, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> time-saving, right? Yeah. So we actually, uh, we got a glimpse of an artsy new VR game sporting a... Sp- brawling wilderness, and some odd creatures. Uh, To me, from the gameplay shown in the trailer, um, you're kind of overseer watching and interacting with pack animals as they migrate across this foreign land in Paper Beast. Uh, Kind of a cool name. The developer writes, The game leads you to discover fauna and flora made from origami paper, folded metal, and coral. Some elements seem familiar, such as water and sand. Coral. From from the Walking Dead, coral, coral, <laughs> rowdy, love you, man, love you. Oh, coral, God. coral, All right. I don't coral. have any quotes. I wish I had a coral. quote memorized right now for coral. Uh, <laughs> water, sand. So water and sand are quite familiar, but uh, other things like the creatures themselves will seem quite surreal. Uh, so you, you your part as the player. Uh, Seems to be to progress and evolve in the world along with the creatures and the landscape that surrounds you. Uh, It feels to me very much like a game spun from the same web as that old children's film, The Land Before Time, a film that honestly should have never seen a zillion sequels. Mm. Uh, So, as some PSVR players will be pining over the eye grabbing, you know, janky physics in another game we're going to be discussing today uh, that PC VR players can only play. Uh, This one, which will be dropping in quarter one 2020, will not be so long of a wait. What do you guys think? Paper Beast, how does it look to you? Well,
1: I was going to play this at Gamescom, but I had to cancel my appointment. So it has been on on, uh, um, events.
0: The show floor, yeah. Yeah.
1: It looks
3: ambitious though, I'm not going to lie. I think there's some very cool mechanics, especially the, the terrain fluidity. I like. I always like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because it it makes so much possible. Uh,
0: This is great. I love that this title has come in and that you guys are seeing the trailer because this is the perfect place for me to go rowdy. Hand tracking in this game looks like it would be a good marriage. Oh,
3: of course, of course. But like I said, there there are definitely a a a handful of games that will really, really profit from that. I mean, uh, Mm. for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: If only it wasn't on a (laughs) wasn't on PlayStation (laughs) and a PlayStation (laughs) exclusive. We don't have hand tracking on there yet. We'll have to wait for PlayStation 2. Um, Sorry, not PlayStation 2. I meant PlayStation VR 2. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, Next bit of news we have. There was a... We love controversy on this podcast. There was a controversial photo taken by Cloudhead Games at Mm. the Facebook campus. Uh, So Cloudhead Games, if you don't know who they are, they're a veteran VR studio behind the Gallery 1 and 2, Aperture Hand Labs, and more recently... Pistol Whip. So Denny Unger from Cloudhead, uh, a a well-known VR veteran, took a photo with a team under the One Hacker Way Facebook campus sign, showing a big thumbs up from the infamous like button. The VR community's response to this tweet is simply wonderful. (laughs) So Denny said in the tweet, some of the team at yesterday's mystery location, tongue face, it was an insightful day. Now these are some of the select responses. Briz on Twitch says, please don't make the gallery exclusive to Oculus. Denny replied, we haven't talked exclusives with anyone. The truth is that most of the major OEMs in VR want the market to succeed broadly. Second, Coyote says, if this ends up being a deal with Facebook and Oculus, you've lost me as a potential buyer. I've been eyeing Pistol Whip Waited for the next salary. Now I'll be waiting a bit more to see what kind of dev you are and what side of the fence you're on. Don't fall in line with exclusivity. To which Denny responds, totally fair. And then Tom said, hope y'all realize abandoning the index is abandoning the future of VR. But gotta get that bread, I guess. And Denny says, you know we're on the index, right? So seeing these tweets and Denny's entirely reasonable response to the confusion he's inadvertently stirred makes me picture something. I imagine there's Denny sitting on the throne, his head in hands, as he cries out, "It was just a simple fecking team photo for feck's sake." <laughs> but he seems like a calmer kind of lad. Yeah, than exactly.
3: At. Like if that was me, I, w- I would have like launched a tirade
0: <laughs> on YouTube, <laughs> Twitch, Facebook, everywhere. Well, you can tell you can tell he's seasoned. The way he responds,
2: yeah, it's great, is it's factual,
0: mad- short, punctual. Like I gotta, I gotta give props to Denny. He responded great. He, the internet, as usual, went to town with that. Maybe he should have seen it. Maybe it was intended. Whatever it was, yeah. I had a lot of fun with that thread. So thank you, Dennis. <laughs> and, and then, and then a couple of days later, he makes a
1: photo being at Sony, and then again, there's the same fear happening. Um, although, <laughs> at the same since time. since Facebook bought the Beat Games, there is this idea that they're of course going to buy more, and they also said that. And now people are wondering, who are those development studios? But, but and at the same time, I'm happen? like, I'm like
3: wondering what makes people think that they that they have any say in like what Cloudhead Games decides what is best for their company that they built from mm. the ground up. If they want to move to Facebook, that is mm. their decision and they, they will live with this consequences, or the fruits of the labor or whatever. But it's their decision. If they if, if you have an opinion about that, or you don't like it. Fine. But don't tell them not to do it because you wouldn't do it and because you're not in their
0: place. Like, come I on, like I don't know. But I think the open expression is good. They get a they get a flavor that there is there's obviously people out there who feel very strongly, like the internet mm. always does, about polarity, right? Like that's gonna go this way or it's gonna go that way. And actually a yeah. bit later on, I think you're gonna hear from us about some of the polarity that may be influencing us as well. So for me. Like, again, imagine a year from now we heard that they were signing. I think it's probably too soon. I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest, Cloudhead's a great studio. It'd be a great one to buy up. Are we... in <laughs> I'm not trying to influence Oculus' decision-making here. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, they're one of the originals. They've produced excellent content right the way through. They've also, yeah. like Servios, for example, another one you could buy, uh, <laughs> have produced a series, a variety of content, not just the same thing again and again. Uh, but I do think that you know i think that i think that when it comes to cloudhead like you said rowdy it's their call yeah. if it's the best for their future yeah. let them let them make the decision yeah. someone's going to be upset no matter which way they go but if it's the best for them in the end it's the best for you because you'll end up seeing more of them long term even if you're exactly. you know on the two sides of the console war i think that still matters like in the long run yeah,
3: yeah. that's true and and I don't think that they would ever be like, you know, we're going to be exclusive to one specific platform because uh, you know, the, the majority of the of the of the bigger titles that they've released have come out on all platforms anyway, so. Yeah. I I don't yeah. know if they'll be if they'll be convinced mm. to do something like that. So,
0: I'm really interested in the future because yeah. I I keep seeing more jockeying, more positioning, more mm. and we we saw it for years between, you know, Microsoft and Sony. We're still seeing it. Um, in terms of their decisions. Um, and to, if anything else is true, those do seem to be going kind of almost yeah. different roads in the same way that now we're seeing Valve, you mm. know, Va- Va- HTC with the Vive and Oculus kind of going in different directions. So yeah. the future remains bright, although, I think. Although like
1: exclusivity doesn't need to mean that you will not be able to play a, a title on your headset no, 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 no. Uh, because uh, for example, Groundhog Day is a, is a game that has been made by Sony. And it's available on Steam, Oculus yep. Home, and on the PlayStation VR. Um, so mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, let's say Facebook is going to do the same. Uh, that would be nice. It's better yeah. for the industry. But uh, we'll see.
3: But I, I think that actually, originally, Oculus wanted to support the other headsets on their platform as well. Originally, they advice. did. Oculus yeah, they were or trying Facebook. to strike a
0: deal for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, anyway. Jeff. Good, good, good. I love how much contention we have in this week's news. To be honest, <laughs> thank you, world. You made my job super easy. I mean, this this week, I basically didn't have to drum up anything. All the news just came to me. Thank you. It just <laughs> fed me like a filter. Okay, next one. The Game Awards in VR. What I would like to deem an unhappy marriage. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> now Zim doesn't mind taking one for the team. And when I saw <laughs> the Game Awards starting in early UK hours, I drew in my breath and I went for it. feeding, uh, Feeling that despite the off-putting tweet from Valve, which we'll talk about a little later, that there would surely be some good new VR news in there. Surely, <laughs> surely there would be. Surely. Um, <laughs> later that morning, signing off from the 5th Annual Game Awards around 5.30 a.m. in the UK, uh, with a work day the next day, I felt quite disappointed I hadn't seen more. Uh, however, my brain was given at least some fumes of fuel to go on, and here's what I went away buzzing on about, uh, about what was said and a little later we'll touch on those things that weren't said. So first off, Hellblade. Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 showed up uh, with an award-worthy, in my opinion, facial animation from the lead character and a game trailer that, again in my opinion, absolutely stole the Game Awards show, top to bottom. If there's anything you want to pay attention to, this is it. Now, the interesting thing here being, we recently talked about how Phil Spencer from Microsoft talked down VR, and Microsoft are clearly reluctant to join the VR race. But here we find one of the better AAA VR conversions, much like Skyrim, Alien Isolation, and Subnautica before it. Hellblade, uh, which was originally given VR support, the original title, is now in its sequel a marked exclusive for Microsoft's Project Scarlet, which has been publicly unveiled under the street name Xbox Series X.
1: It's the worst name ever, by the way. Just saying. Xbox but, Series
0: X. I think it sounds like a Mercedes, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But, talk about, huh? um, no, go on. Go on. A uh, little bit more. So just <laughs> for those who aren't familiar with Hellblade, right? So and as described by Wikipedia, Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade is Senua's Sacrifice, is a dark fantasy action adventure game, uh, developed and published by the British video games development studio, Ninja Theory. Inspired by Norse mythology and a Celtic culture, the game follows Senua, who's a warrior who must make her way to Helheim by defeating other worldly entities and facing their challenges in order to rescue the soul of her dead lover from goddess Hela. Mm-hmm. It was released worldwide for Microsoft Windows and PlayStation 4 in August 2017, can't believe it's been that long, uh, on the Xbox One in April 2018, the Switch in April 2019, and got VR support added in an update in 2018 that, that runs on switch how runs on switch can, how? can you just imagine a kid sitting there looking at like uh, hellblade being like i'm still so depressed right now <laughs> go to mommy you're just crying um but I, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the power in hellblade before we kind of just you know talk about the article and whether or whether or not we can expect it now to come to vr um so Gamespot had a great Review of the original uh, Senua's Sacrifice, and they mentioned this. So they said, Hellblade's most notable achievement is the handling of an incredibly sensitive subject matter with an engaging and well crafted action adventure game. At its heart, the story is about Senua's struggle to come to terms with her illness, mental illness, uh, and in the process, she learns to find strength within herself to endure and to make peace with her past. So to me, the astounding thing out of all of this is that the trailer that Rowdy's running uh, was running in-engine in, in real-time, not pre-rendered CG. So Ninja Theory, and this is the most important part of the whole story, is a studio which Microsoft acquired in June 2018. So does that mean we won't see Hellblade 2 in VR? I loved Hellblade. What are your thoughts, gents? You think this is it? That's it? Goodbye, uh, Hellblade? I think, uh.
3: I think Xbox has made it fairly clear that they are... Don't have a priority with VR. So I would be surprised to see this arriving on virtual reality, even though as soon as that trailer got released, people were already asking, is it going to be coming to virtual reality?
1: (laughs) Although we have seen Microsoft buying more companies before, and then these games ended up on the Windows Store. So true. But I have that, I think that there is like one or two games that are sparked by VR that are on the Windows Store but that's it. Uh, it's, it's very rare. So there is definitely a possibility, but I think it's small. The music in the trailer, by the way, is absolutely brilliant.
3: Oh, the it's, vocals. It's I,
0: turn for, like run the trailer, turn up the fucking audio, her, her vocals in it yeah, when she's yeah. chanting. Huh, I was sitting there like, this was like at what four in the morning or whatever. I was sitting there looking at this. I'm like, please, please save VR, please save VR, please save VR. And then they're like, exclusive for Xbox series X. And I'm like, no, I've never had bigger blue balls than then. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, so I really hope, I'm hopeful. I'm going to stay hopeful because I loved uh, Hellblade. If you haven't played Hellblade, totally holds up in my opinion. Go play it. It's a, it's kind of an over the shoulder. You're not playing Senua directly. You're seeing her walk around and stuff. So it's a bit more like Kronos yeah. or one of those titles. But Nathan and I are fans of that type anyway. And I think, you know, yeah. Do yourself well, justice, go play it in VR.
1: Someone could simply ask on Twitter or in an email, hey, listen, is your next one going to be in VR? And then they give you a no or a yes. So we we don't have to sit here and wait. You can just ask as well. They have a voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think they yeah. wouldn't know. I think they wouldn't know at this time. I'll bet you it's not been developed with VR in mind. But like if they if they've converted their previous game, I'd like yeah. to think the developers have coded in the back. Yeah. And spine to make uh, it. Although although
1: although this new Xbox looks like PC to me, so
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so we won't maybe dwell on it. But did you guys see the form factor? The fact that it looks like a uh, square edition of an Apple PC. <laughs> this uh, new Xbox. Yeah, it it's it's like reminded it
1: reminded it reminded me of the Steam uh, machine. That was yeah, also a console, but in the right. end, it was a computer yeah. uh, in disguise. It's, it's
0: fairly, isn't it? Fairly
1: big. Or a console
0: it looks no i think it, it's only like this it's only the size the width of um like a, an xbox controller okay really it's not too so it looks kind of like a black tower with an indent on the top the main thing that i thought when i saw that because i use i use um all my computers have like a top 120 140 mil fan with an opening and i always have it under a desk or something because if you ever have a spill and it goes into the top of that bye bye console you know so other than that i like the aesthetic i think it looks pretty and if it could pump out visuals like are in that trailer that apparently are real-time, mm. that's a good console. It's pretty cool, but it's not got VR support, so I won't be buying it. All
2: right, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: them's the facts. Bare All right, enough. let's move on to the next one, the next teaser at, at the Game Awards. So we saw a punchy Sons of the Forest, aka Ooh. The Forest 2. Yeah. Uh, now, Sons of the Forest starts off like its predecessor. Uh, 2014's The Forest uh, started with a plane crash. This time we have a startling helicopter crash, and uh, like the VR adaptation of the forest, it looks to be a properly eerie survival game set in forests and caves yet again.
2: Horrible. And
0: we yeah. see a we see a strange. What did you say, Ronnie?
3: Horrible, horrible, horrible. absolutely horrible, horrible. horrible.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think probably all of us have shrieked if we've played that game. I've I've certainly shrieked in the first. I've hidden I've hidden in the ocean waiting for creepy cave dwellers to go away. Anyway, in the trailer they ran, we saw a strange like young lady transform into a spider-like creature oh, with, with eight appendages. And uh, and then after that we saw naked cave dwellers with toothless toothless <laughs> mouths gaping before the trailer cuts, abruptly to a, a couple of horrific musical punctuations. Which again, great audio design for those listening. Um, you're not going to hear that now, you have to go look up the trailer yourself. Um, but this is the second game which did not state VR or no VR support, but certainly got me hoping. What do you guys lads think? You guys love horror, don't you?
1: <laughs> it's uh, terrifying. I played, um, I finished The Forest uh, with a friend of mine, not in VR, but wow. uh, on, okay. uh, on Pancake. Super, super creepy. Uh, but this next one, uh, I think that they learned a lot from what they... Built in with vr because it was a part right like they added vr support later it wasn't built from the ground up for vr and i think yep. this time we're gonna see an improvement in that sense and the mechanics itself if you look at the trailer are like kind of the same you know yep. like crawling through the side of a cave and things like that but yeah no it's uh it's fun i think uh, it can definitely have another uh, another part to the whole thing it's like the same concept but i don't think anyone minds i think it's still welcome to have that
0: yeah it's weird because like although the forest again if we take the analogy that we had earlier of budget cuts budget cuts number two is kind of like okay leans heavily on on its mechanics uh this one obviously is its environment in that but kind of getting a polish a new story new campaign multiplayer they haven't unlike senua's Saga, they haven't mentioned that this is not going to be on VR. They haven't mentioned the platforms it's going to release on. So, so far, we we don't yeah, know that's true. either and way. At the
3: same time, I think a concept like this, uh, if they introduce a new storyline, the update visuals... That is something that can already stand on its own just because yeah. the concept of the forest just in general is such a strong concept. You can, you can play it as a horror game, but you also can play it more as like, you know, like a building or like a surviving game. Like yeah. there's a lot of like different kind of genres that get like mixed together. So if they just update the visuals and introduce a new story, then I think that they're on the win.
0: I mean, the good thing, the thing that stands out to me is if you're a complete chicken, you can go into, you can go into the forest, right? With your friends and they can help. Defend you, build walls around you, keep you in a nice little protected area, and eventually you might get murdered. But, you know, until that point, you're fine. So, with that, and the third piece of the Game Awards Mm -hmm. that I felt was newsworthy for our VR folks, we mentioned last week a best VR and AR game category, which was won by Beat Saber. Uh, So, the other nominees that were beaten, yeah, a bit of a surprise here. Uh, The other nominees that were beaten were Blood and Truth. Trover saves the universe, No Man's Sky, and Asgard's Wrath. So what did you guys what was your reaction to that result?
1: We 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 did say this on the show last week, right? Like we like I said, like I want Blood and Truth to win, but I know it's gonna be Beat Saber because it makes the show more relevant. It gives power to the game awards in that sense. Yeah. But like game of the year, does that mean the game needs to come out this year? Or can it be a game from last year too? Because Beat Saber, I think, did, didn't no. they win last year as but, well? But they wait, came out of
0: early access.
3: They came out of early access, and that is ah. that is. But it but
0: then why is gotcha. why gotcha. is No Man's Sky on the list? Like I agree with it on principle of the merits of the game, but, yeah, but it didn't I, come out this year, right?
2: But, yeah, but I feel a, like the DLC. people that
0: moderate that it as... have
1: no idea what's going on in the VR space. If you let me moderate for example, the Game Awards, the VR version of it, then you're going to see a legit lineup that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But here it's just But yeah.
3: What 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 I want to bring up on on No Man's Sky is what they did. They didn't come out of early access. They updated to a new DLC and I think that is that is the difference here. Even though it's a very impressive DLC and it's probably an entire game that is that yeah. is in that. Uh, if you look at like you know the the specifics of the of the release, then indeed Beat Saber came out of early access. And, but the Beat
0: Saber can reset the counter every time they drop a new a new <laughs> album. You know, it's like it's where like, do you draw yeah. the line? So I,
3: I don't think they can twice come out of early access.
0: Uh, no. no, no. But I mean, no. um, well, are you, you saying technically? No, I came out of early access this year. Maybe no, I didn't check. They that. They didn't. Uh, yeah, they didn't. But they dropped a substantial material update, which yeah. somehow qualified them for the award. Anyway my opinion was i think beat saber it's maybe shouldn't have taken it and i think that either no man's sky or asgard's wrath should have taken it but i can totally see i think that was mike's opinion as well nathan mike's point of view what well, who did you want to win it again rowdy um uh,
3: i think i said no man's sky if i'm correct
0: no man's sky yeah cuz you were really so. impressed that was actually i guess it, it fixed all the stuff that you've been spending years at griping on subnautica about didn't it yeah
3: just because i think it's um I think they deserve to win it just because of the fact that it's such a substantial update. Uh, uh, what well, do you remember what the other nominees were still? Yeah, so Blood and
0: Truth, Trover Saves the Universe, Asgard's Wrath, No Man's Oh side. No, I said Asgard's Wrath
3: then because I thought that was still the, the biggest title. Yeah,
0: It's it's amazing what, what they yeah. achieved in Asgard's Wrath. I just didn't think they'd win it because of the popularity vote. Anyway, yeah, exactly. so that's that. So that was Beat Saber. Um, so here's... Also, so- like,
1: at, you know, the show, they had Green Day performing with Beat Saber on the background. That's where you wanted to head to, right? That is exactly I where I was going. But
0: <laughs> I gotta say, Day. that's freaking
1: epic, dude. That's amazing.
3: It's amazing I, I think that it's... They're,
0: they're still able to play. Those are old dudes now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was about to say, that's amazing if you like Green Day. Like <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but, like, it felt so, it felt to me, like, the problem was, right, so, just to qualify it, right? So, we got a six-song New Beat Saber DLC from Green Day. Live now. You can go and play it if you want. New
1: album from Green Day, by the way. Not something old like with Imagine Dragons where it's like, hey, we got some old stuff to play. Okay. No, this was like
0: brand new. I right. think that's also something to... Yeah. That's totally cool. So so I agree with you. That bit is cool. But doesn't it feel very put together that they've got Green Day showing and then Beat Saber just happens to win the award? Like, it, yeah, but it, it just like you
1: have You have seen the show. There were... Moments where there was so much advertisement pumped in, so much money went into that, but then they also win this award. It's like like every award show has a certain vibe to it. Yeah, and I can't is, explain it. No, no, but no, no.
0: I agree with you 100%. And they, they repeated ads, repeated ads. You were getting ads shoved down your throat. Honestly, the proportion of advertisement versus yes. announcement, not right. They do not have the balance. And, and I, will not, I will not be taking one for the team next year. Because so the Game Awards was not worth staying up till 5.30.
1: There is another game that you forgot that could also get a VR version, and that is Surgeon Simulator 2. (laughs)
0: Good point. No, that's a fair point. Surgeon Simulator (laughs) could. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean it had first it had a Team Fortress uh, uh, demo that you could play, and then later on you could play the full game in VR with the aliens and all that stuff. So that, I don't know what Surgery Simulator 2 is going to be all about. It's a weird one. It's going to be different than the first, but... more am glad you
0: mentioned it because today's podcast is, is sponsored by janky-ass physics games. <laughs> 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 and I think it's it fits perfectly in. I know. Yeah. One additional piece of news, which I think Beat Saber fans are really going to like, and I got a chance to dip into a little bit earlier, um, is the also release of the 360 and 90 degree modes for a selection of songs in Beat Saber. And it's not a small amount. I think it's about 27 songs. Um, I've got those and I'll name them here in a second, but I think, so I've had a chance to play the new release. Um, uh, Nathan, you've definitely played the 360. I've seen you do that in yes. videos and stuff. Have you had a chance to try the 90 degree mode as well or no?
1: No, but I, I always felt like, uh, the, um the mode that I played that they called 360 was more of a 180 to me. Um, I don't know. Like I haven't played the actual 360 levels yeah. now, but it it's okay. not like you're spinning around like a madman as far as I know.
0: So, or do you? <laughs> well, so I, I definitely spun a full 360 in the 360 mode. Okay. So the 90 degree so one I felt was the 90 degree mode did not feel like 90. It felt like closer to 180. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so actually, although they call it 90 degrees and that's available for PSVR, that's kind of the compromise, let's say.
2: Mm.
0: Out of the two modes, I felt, although like 360 is manic, um, I felt that the 90 is the one that I would naturally go to, maybe just as a stepping stone until I kind of get my fix to that and move on to the 360. 360 mm. is just nuts. It's nuts. And I was just like laughing away. You try Expert Plus anything and it's just like you are twirling and like the levels going left then hard right. Good and way. then and blocks are coming at you from left and right. And it's like well, your brain just uh. can't necessarily track all of it at once. Um, easy mode, sure. But like anything, cranking it up, <laughs> it, gets, it gets tough. I did all right. I almost beat an expert level, but I got flummoxed at the end. So let me just cover that off because and a quick kind of audio summary here, the tracks that are getting updated. And do tell me if any of these are your favorites, lads. So on easy four tracks, Beat Saber. I need you till it's over and turn me on, on normal mode. Hundred dollar bills, believer um, from the Imagine Dragons music, music pack. And if you have a music pack, you get the 360 thing for free. This isn't paid, unlike the Green Day uh, DLC, yes, which be. is a paid update. Yeah. So this is good. This yeah it should be it should be free, right? Um, believer, commercial pumping, Father of All, Immortal in Origins. So that's the normal level. And actually, I didn't get to play any of those. <clears throat> so one of the Green Day songs, Father of All, which I think they had performed live on stage, um, is in there. On Hard, there's uh, Believer again, Crab Rave, High Hopes from Panic! at the Disco, Holiday, Legend, and Thunder, Thunder from Imagine Dragons. Expert Mode, you get Country Rounds, Emperor's New Clothes, Epic, Level Insane, Origins, and Unlimited Power. That's an Expert. And the ones that'll really chop your nuts off Expert Plus, five of them. <laughs> Balearic Pumping, great choice, I think. Breezer, Glide from the Rocket League Pack, Origins, and my personal favorite, Overkill. Yeah, so. Okay, well. That's a lot of songs not that have been enough. given these modes. So I, I honestly, I think it's fair. And they've said that they're going to be introducing more as they go on. So, you know, well, we can expect a, a kind of a drip feed of yeah. additional content it's, for some time. It's still a shame that when
1: I wasn't there on the show this Rocket League thing got announced. And now when I play when I play the game, because I play the game a lot, I see people just drive around with beat blocks. And I'm like, how the heck did this even happen in the first place? And so a lot weird. of people, they, they equip it to their cars, but they have no idea what Beat
0: Saber is. Never heard of it. They're just like, oh, this block looks fun. Let's just put it on my car. And they just drive around. It's, it's great. I love it. Did you? I don't know how much of the uh, game Re- the Game Awards you guys saw, but um, they were talking about this Fortnite thing that's coming up as well. Another big oh. crossover event of like, yeah. oh, it's the first time this film is going to show its trailer or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a short but awesome trailer. And it was like, okay, but yeah, this is <laughs> it's just weird. It's it's a bit odd to have these kind of crossovers. I don't know that it, it's going to have any real well, value in terms of advertising. But I guess fans of both are kind of like... Okay. Well, I,
1: I mean, it drives, like, people to the movie. It drives people to Fortnite. Although, having J.J. Abr- Abrams play Fortnite, I don't, I don't know about that. I have no idea if people want that. But
2: <laughs> that's, that's the
1: weird part where I'm always like, okay, with Marshmallow, it made sense, right? Making, yeah. like, doing this whole show in Fortnite. But J.J. Abra- Abraham, someone... I don't think plays video games that much. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like he goes into
0: Fortnite. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I lo- and they had a the bit of uh, with Vin Diesel and stuff. Anyway, the uh, Game Awards, right? Yeah. If you want to watch it, streams up, you can do that kind of stuff, oh. so... I think it was a great show for, for gaming in general. Maybe maybe not yeah. so much for
1: VR. There were commercials in there. We had an Oculus Quest commercial popping <laughs> up with a Game Awards bundle that you can still get. Uh, oh. I think uh, Thumper yes. is in there. Uh, so super the, the, hot.
0: Not just a the bundle. They've actually got, um, and I don't know where this got lost in, in, in my update, but um, there's actually, if you buy before the end of day Monday, uh, a Rift S, you get Asgard's Wrath for oh, free. Yeah. That's, That's it, yeah. cool. Um, but you said there's yeah there's a packaged bundle as well that's been done yeah. and actually during uh, during the the game awards as well there was a chance to win an index one of ten oh. signed boxes yeah, and yeah I, can, I saw that I can promise you I was sitting there going like yeah sure I'll take an index sure that's yeah, how yeah. I'm awesome. I, I, uh, even even
1: I someone who already owns one I was like hmm, I like
0: I like a signed one sure but they they did a good job on the the signatures they like covering the boxes it was a beauty and um, basically you had to watch through Steam uh, the game awards. And at the same time, they were giving more than a thousand things away, uh, mostly games that were nominated as part of their own awards. Um, So actually, it was a really nice tie-in, I felt. And and PlayStation was also doing commercials, although this time I didn't like the
1: PSVR commercial that much. It didn't really show what you can do with the headset, but you can see how much
0: money goes into those commercials. They look really good. Yeah. Ready? No, I actually missed the Oculus one because this is what happened. I went in and I was like, Oh, I'll watch in Oculus Venues. So I got my quest up and did recording and all that stuff. And I was like, Yeah, ready to go. This is before I got my version twelve update, by the way. Because I sense there's something going on. I need to do some testing, but I'm gonna say it here because I love contentious stuff. And I was watching in Oculus Venues. The Oculus ad kicks off, and in the middle of that, one of two things happened. I have surmised. So my headset powered off. It forced reboot, like a Microsoft oh Windows God. update. It forced reboot uh, it in the forced. middle of that. And I was like, Shit. it broke my stream that I was trying to run at the time. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? And it froze the headset in a way that I couldn't even hard power it down. It was Damn. locked. I was like, is this like so you had to all of drain a sudden Um So it, it, took, it turned itself off with an oh. auto sleep after about 15 minutes, but it was sat there, lenses glaring, and then I finally got in. So I ended up transitioning and watching on PC, but I, it made me wonder. I was like, because I've heard of other dev- other content creators having some problems with the recent version 12 update and their capture and some other things. And so I'm wondering, have they implemented virtual reality DRM at this point, like a kind of anti-capture mechanism, almost like I- HDCP? Uh, HHDCP? I don't know. I. Uh, but it would have forced like a reboot, then I think. I. But it froze. No, so it froze, right? And the freeze might have been the result of. Well, or it is Oculus. It was venues just the version twelve pushing. Finally, at the end of the week, the hand tracking. So it's one of those two things I think happened. But it, it certainly got me thinking. But I, I think a DRM in in in
1: case of like Oculus Venues could come in the future.
0: I think it's good as well, because you definitely have the potential for copyright issues, right? Appearing, especially in that kind of shared content. So, good. Well, I've droned on long enough. Those are our kind of news points for the week, the quick news, as we used to call it. Uh, So next up, we've got game releases. And um, I have to say that in a dry spell, it's a really tough job. But somebody's got to do it. And that's why this week, like a tense game of hot potato, I hurled that responsibility over to our lead correspondent and expert, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on Dutch cheesiness, coming to us live from the F-Reality Releases studio, it's Nathie. Nathie well, over to you with the game
1: releases. What, a, what an epic uh, introduction. What an honor, <laughs> by the way, that I can do this. That you let me, you know, fulfill this task that I've been waiting for for so, for so many episodes. You know, every time I can do it, I'm like, yeah, finally. <laughs> I can make the Holland Lands shine again. So, let's start off with, well... A classic, one that I thought was one of the best games of this year. Vacation Simulator. Hey. So the description that they give is... Well, you can visit the vibrant world of Vacation Island and make real memories of a simulated vacation. Explore activity-rich destinations filled with a colorful cast of bots and endless interactions to recreation. Get ready to splash, throw snowballs and self your way to optimal relaxation. So if you don't have enough money to uh, go on holiday to a place far, far away, a galaxy <laughs> far, far away, um, then technically this is cheaper, right? You could buy Quest. Wait, wait, an cheaper quest. than
0: intergalactic travel? Just buy a smidge. Yeah, just buy that, a smidge.
1: That is true. I, I think going to Mars is still a bit too expensive. Although um, if you do buy a Quest and you buy a vacation simulator, then you could still, you know, outperform some of the holidays that they offer on the internet and you can just you know enjoy it as long as you want wherever you are so yeah now uh, on uh, the platform oculus home you can play well vacation simulator on the quest and it was already on steam and it was already on uh, rift etc but now also on a standalone vr headset so that's uh, quite awesome and it's uh, 30 dollars so that's not bad it's like 30 euros like Mike always uh, throws in the pounds, but you know, I'm not living on an island, so I don't know. <laughs> hey, 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 you wrote it you, out. Like, what? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, I don't know. You, you can make a guess yourself uh, in that sense. So, yeah, that's the first one. Then we have uh, one that I think is also, uh, you know, it's pure art, it's beautiful, it's uh, where thoughts go. Um, oh. So, yeah, in this one, you discover the dreams, fears, and secrets of others. And leave your own for others to find. In this award-winning social experience, human uh, thoughts exist as sleeping creatures that can be awakened to reveal voice-recorded stories of other participants who were here before you. These uh, anonymous stories are revealing and inspiring, encouraging uh, reflection and introspection. To progress, you must leave your own stories behind for others to uncover. It's uh, It's super, super cool. Have you guys yeah. left
0: your thoughts and where thoughts go? <laughs> no comment. I did. A you l- did? <laughs> no yeah. comment. Something real sappy then. Um, <laughs> no, I did. Uh, not this build, but um, back when they had it on Go, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's they actually just announced something at the Game Awards. I don't remember the, the name of it, but there's the same kind of like leave a note indie yeah. title that, was, that mm-hmm. was mentioned. I don't remember the name of it, um, but it's kind of a neat idea that you can basically letter write to somebody and then get yeah. another... Mm-hmm. It's a very back. cool
3: concept, just in general, I think, to do something like this. Also, because it's something that is like lasting, you know, like you you kind of like personalize <laughs> the game in that way that you are part of it. Uh, yeah. I think that's a very neat concept.
0: Now, you record yourself, I think. So, you like, it's like, ready, three, two, one, and go, you're on. And then you, you say yeah, something. I know. I know. It encapsulates it. No, I'm just saying it for the benefit of the audience because I've seen uh, games okay. do this where you type a message Yeah. and then yeah, yeah. you send yeah, okay. it. But this, obviously, you're just. But if you feel a little bit put like on on stage when that happens to you you're like oh, yeah. I'm live now this is going to be recorded forever <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> Yeah so so it totally depends uh, you know what you want to say it's it's up to you Um mm-hmm. so this one is now also available on Oculus Quest it's uh, 10 bucks 10 euros so yeah it's a yeah. uh, it's a good price to leave some thoughts to other people and hear some So uh, yeah there you go now I have one that I don't think many people have heard of. Uh, I also was surprised that this was going to uh, come out um, as far as, I don't know, like next week. Um, and it's called Particulate. Now, Zim, what do you think Particulate
0: means <laughs> in terms <laughs> know, of a game? I know this one. I think I covered it a week when you oh, were here. did? Because this is coming on a new platform, I think. I think this launched landed on Steam. What's the platform you've got it for? Or it's Steam. coming? Yeah. Okay, then maybe it's... Okay yeah yeah dang it it's beautiful i though. failed no no, no. I failed. that was like i don't know i covered it like two uh how did i get how did we get that it was it was actually i'll bet you they pushed it back or something well, according according to the rules uh this one is coming out next
1: week so or it
0: was or it was oculus home and now it's coming to steam but it's cool it's a really neat one it's particle effects which actually again fits the bill of feckin wacky physics
1: yeah, again, yeah, this is a physics-based uh, game. You can play with physics, create and save dynamic scenes using an array of tools, and witness a complex physical interaction. Uh, I, I know
3: that Zoom so, introduced this one as, like, my kind of guy. thing.
2: Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I did, is yeah. It
0: science. <laughs> science. It's got science involved, so Radio definitely love it.
1: Yeah, so you, you can simulate millions of tiny particles using the massive parallel processing power of VR-capable graphics cards so um yeah this is this is a uh, very satisfying to even look at in the first place not even you know, if you haven't even played it yet it's like mm, this looks good so yeah it's uh it's it's coming to uh, steam next week and the price is still unknown i couldn't find it anywhere
2: yeah yeah
0: that's the problem with indies it's hard
1: to find the price Plus, remember, pre-ordering is a crime. Just wait until it comes out and see if it's good (laughs) or not. That's my personal recommendation. It's
0: funny. I I think I have that installed on Oculus Home. How do you already have this,
1: Zim? I think
0: it launched on Oculus Home before. I'd need to... I, I dare not launch <laughs> Oculus so mid podcast. It could destroy the world. That so uh, <laughs> I to, maybe someone can confirm in chat if anyone else has particular. Okay, so
1: now something that that I think uh, is 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 very new too. Um, it's Twin Peaks VR. That's uh, new. Yeah, what the heck is that? So Ooh. as far as I know, uh, Twin Peaks is a series,
2: right?
0: Yeah, it's a show. Yeah. It's a, it's big here in the UK. People love it.
1: Yeah, so uh, in, in Twin Twin Peaks VR, um, um, well, you are going to dive into the world of Twin Peaks using the immersive technology of VR. J- Based j- just on the I'm iconic- just going to
3: hold you there. The font that they're using in that trailer, you know, someone should be put in <laughs> jail for that. Yeah, it's what is a, that? Like, I don't know what kind of... That's like some kind of like cheap... It's not comic sense. It's not that bad. It's worse. But it, it's it's almost, it was almost as bad, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh my. okay, yeah, continue. well, there, there, is, there is something else that is also bad, and that I, that's something I will tell you after the, well, the, the description. Sure. So, based on the iconic television series created by David Lynch and Mark Frost, players will be able to experience several locations from the show, including the Red Room, Glastonbury uh, Grove, the Sheriff's uh, Department, the Glass Box Observation, and more. So this one um, is uh, is now on uh, Steam and also Oculus Home. And it's uh, 10 bucks, 10 euros. It's not that expensive, um, but I watched some gameplay. I haven't, uh, uh, you know, uh, jumped in myself, but it, it just didn't look that good. Okay. And, and the teleportation that they have, because there is no walking. You locomotion. can collect
0: Easter eggs. Of course, it's going to be good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's
0: it, it's a weird timing. I, I have I, I, Yeah. That's all See, I'm going to say. I, I don't read that as collect Easter eggs as in hidden little packages like GTA style. I read that as actual Easter eggs. Like, But if but, but, anyone uh, has ever watched a David Lynch film, things like Lost Highway, um, uh, what is the other one? Uh, Mulholland Drive. Fucking weird. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is the if you, if you if there's like films like David Lynch stuff is off on the end of as weird as you can feck and go before it's no longer (laughs) constituting a film and it's just like chopped up bits of many films put together like that's where, do watch some David Lynch stuff everybody because if you're not familiar with it, it's fecked up like more than even my appetite for fecked up stuff and I have a very big fecked up appetite (laughs) But, but (laughs) <laughs> but I mean it. Like Twin Peaks, I think, is a show that's actually put on by a combination of these lads. I'm I I have never checked it out myself. Um I got a feeling that Mike will know what this one's about, so maybe next week yeah. he can reflect if he watches it or whatever. I just got a yeah. feeling like my spidey senses are telling me.
1: <laughs> yeah, but 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 honestly the trailer looks as bad as the gameplay I've seen. Yeah. But again, I haven't played it, <laughs> so um
0: maybe I should
3: do uh, this first. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna vote skip on this one
2: okay
0: see i'm okay. gonna vote play i would i would i would do this because okay. i know that david Lynch, Wacky is awesome that's weird, the first then. rule always I'm totally play normal first. Okay.
3: Yeah. Look, okay. look
1: look look down look down what are you wearing it's all green <laughs> someone all actually green. said in the chat that they thought you were wearing a green condom and yeah, they have to calm them
0: down
1: so uh yeah
0: you gotta yeah. wear protection you know what you can't protect from from Paradise DK, turning me into the fecking Grinch on Twitter. I caught that. I saw you. He <laughs> put, put the Grinch. It's actually brilliant. Well done, PD. But um, I didn't think that p- mid-podcast we'd get stuff tweeted at us already. Good you know. good effort, dude. Yeah. Good effort.
1: But thanks for mentioning that we are also on Twitter. You can follow us there. Uh, so, uh, yeah. F reality
0: crew. And Facebook, too. And Facebook. Oh, and leave a like too. While we're at it, <laughs> we you see we posted we, we posted what likes can do before, and it got Denny and his crew all in lots of trouble. But you're fine to push that button here if you want.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do it. It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> no, nothing is going to explode as far as I know. Those are so, some good releases. Yet, the last one, it's called Hello Puppets. I want this already. And this <laughs> is my favorite one of this week be honest with you. Hello Puppets Puppets, is a horror comedy adventure that turns your hand, your hand, into a living, talking puppet. Yes. Years ago, a bad... No, no, no. Well, that would be something, right? Years ago, a bad Sesame Street knockoff called Mortimer's Handyman was cancelled and forgotten. But the puppets from the show have come to life. They're pure evil and they have plans for you. Yes. So... Who's ready for this one? Yeah,
0: oh, wait, before you continue, before you continue, another one where hand tracking would go great, Rowdy. Another one.
3: Good. Yeah, putting your hand in a puppet—you'd love that, don't you?
1: I, Zim's this is something for Zim. I mean, I've seen this psycho stream of him last week. He can pull some very strange faces where he puts <laughs> like he does something like this, and then I, th- I think and this then, I like, don't know. Yeah. I <laughs> like, think this is don't like jump, jump
3: scare galore. This game. Yeah,
1: it is. No, it is. It is. I uh I, I also watch some gameplay of this one. Um, but it looks very cool. I think the concept of this is unique. Uh I haven't really played anything before what, where a Puppet is. What platform is, talking is this? To. This one is uh on uh, Oculus Home.
0: The Oculus Home Puppet Rift. VR game that looks actually quite scary from what the trailer is showing. Yeah. Um and can you use both hands or is it just one hand? So with one. So with one
1: hand, um, you can solve puzzles. And with the other hand, the puppet is also doing things. So I've seen mm. uh, certain mechanics where you and the puppet have to work together. So this puppet is grabbing a lever and then you have to whatever, uh, turn up the power. whatever I don't know. But you just, you know, collaborate in that sense. You team that's up. That's awesome. That so I think awesome. that's, that's yeah, cool. it's a cool um, concept. It is. And it just talks to you as well in a personal way where it's like, hey, Rowdy, this way and then you just you start talking to to your hand <laughs> so uh, yeah I thought this one was kind of kind of fun I wish uh, oculus was promoting this one more they mm. they seem to be very fast with releasing stuff they just you know, throw it out there. But because of that, you miss these kind of things. Hmm. Um, and, and that's a shame, especially the Rift platform doesn't seem to get that much love compared to Oculus Quest. But hey, uh, that's, uh, you know, uh, the way it is at the Chat moment. Chad is it's... loving
0: this, by the way. And Anne says, No way I will play this. Normal dolls already freak me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So this one is $20 uh,
1: slash 20 euros. Hmm. All right. There you go.
2: That yeah, was it.
0: Yeah, that was nice. Um, I actually like that selection. Good job, Nathie. And actually, PD came back and said, yes, Particulate had previously launched on Oculus Home, so you got it uh, with Steam. So no uh, worries. Uh, so if you missed your Particle fun, Nathie got you covered. Nice. All right, chat, you're not allowed to eat them alive. All right. So with Maybe that, we, we move on to our major topics. Um, so the first one. And uh, probably the most interesting thing at at all we've got to talk about today, although we do have bone works, is um, (laughs) Valve withdrawing Half-Life Alex from the Game Awards. Are we going to talk about the teleportation mystery? Oh yeah, yeah. don't worry, don't worry, we'll get there. So IGN mentioned, before Half-Life Alex was revealed last month, rumors around the internet claimed that Valve would reveal a new Half-Life game at the Game Awards in 2019, the one that just went. One of the rumors was based on a supposed conversation between a development team at Valve and Game Awards host Jeff Knightley. Valve then tweeted, um, We're sorry to say Half Life Alex won't be shown at the Game Awards tonight. The team is hard at work on the game, and we're excited to show you more in the new year as we approach the March release. After Half Life Alex's announcement, Knightley revealed that he's been secretly chronicling Valve's return to Half Life, and he also said stay tuned to the game awards on december 12th for more info on half-life alex and lots more to tell in 2020. it was unclear if the plan was to show half-life alex at the game awards actually was changed or if it was a miscommunication in the first place but a couple of things so uh, valve news network also shipped a video following these events to uh with an aim to explain why valve canceled the preview at the game awards and touts a hesitance to show off a Uh, apparently a teleport-only mode for the game existing now as opposed to smooth locomotion, which most of us have come accustomed to. And actually, one of our viewers and a good friend of mine, Bull, also went so far as to clip from a Valve interview some footage showing the fade-to-black teleport running within their game. So let's open this one up for discussion and reflect on why Valve might have opted out or never planned to show at the Game Awards.
3: I I, I just want to say I love that the top comment... On the, the tweet of Velvis, is, make a good game without VR.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Yeah, so yeah, someone got a bit uh, salty there.
0: Yeah, but re- rewinding back again to the start of the podcast, and as my audio uh, listeners here uh, took that, ste- that quick step back in the track and listened to Rowdy describing uh, his time with a game I've now forgotten. Budget Cuts. Budget too. Cuts you you were describing it absolutely perfectly i'm like if they come out with teleport only this is how we're going to be describing half-life alex i feel i really fear that at this stage teleport only is not a good idea so what i mean teleport only as an option okay teleport only as the default i'd like us to talk about that
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then having absolutely like no smooth uh, smooth locomotion i think they wouldn't do that but um what do you what do you guys think based on the they news won't. that you've heard they
3: won't they 100% won't do that exactly Simply they're going to the have reason, the option right they, they
0: already the said it it's on the website it's locomotion. on
2: the website.
3: right they, they, and, and they brought in back in the day you know when uh, when dante was uh, developing onward which was one of the first games to actually use smooth locomotion yeah. They brought that guy in for a certain time period to work on something. So I'm assuming then that it would be on smooth locomotion <laughs> yeah. because the, the thought, guy kind of killed it there.
0: I thought they were incubating him. I thought that that was the point. They saw the the benefit because, again, a big part of Valve was brought in, along with like Chet Falizac and and people like that, were brought in sure. from kind of like Counter-Strike, right? Yeah. And brought over into the team. So I think there's still a large aspiration towards mm. a, a solid VR FPS from valve. And that's mm-hmm. the way I read that situation, but I agree with you. That could have True. been a knock on effect that they d- brain drained. You know, I say this kid, I love to call him that. Cause he's so young. He's probably 20 now. Um, you know, this kid's, is he older than that? Maybe he's older.
3: that. Mid- Dante. Dante, young 20s? Dante is, is older than that, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. I, no, I was thinking about... The Yeah, the, the Valve kid. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Valve kid. <laughs> they just love importing young laborers is the thing, right? <laughs> Get them working on the new Half-Life Alex, But do you think that they were intending to show at the Game Awards? Or do you think this was just a feck up and, and someone shouldn't no, have... Well, it? I,
1: I think that could be a possibility because the thing is there are still a lot of people who are not able to use thumbstick locomotion because they simply get motion sick so teleportation is of course welcome to a lot of people although for a trailer a gameplay trailer it's smarter to not do that and use thumbstick logo because it just looks better right and um that i think that was more the the thing plus Uh, We all have heard of the developer bubble. They have been intensely working on this all the time. Mm. And they don't think about that stuff that much, right? Mm. Um, And then suddenly it's like, oh, wait. Hmm, Yeah, maybe we should change that up. Maybe we should. Um, I do hope that uh, when they started building this, um, they um, did it with... You know, the, the the mindset of, oh, it's also going to have smooth locomotion. Because I've seen games where they parted it over later, like Apex Construct, for example. Yeah. It's the best uh, example you can have where it was teleportation only. Then at last moment, they decided to go for a thumbstick logo too. But you can just see in the world itself that you sometimes get stuck because they, you know, didn't... A build it from the ground up for that yeah. Yeah, so exactly. i just hope that it was already like you know implemented at the right moment that they weren't too late with that because they they were mentioning like valve mentioned the lab right they were working on that and they were like hmm, what is going to be the next project and the lab is also teleportation only so the if they started that early then <laughs> the lab
0: is proper old
1: 2016 yeah, it is, right it is proper alt, but that means that back then teleportation was still acceptable
0: it wasn't just acceptable it was actually the standard the, the standard. standard at the time before we shifted and again onward was one of those I mean, games even, that even in 2017
1: teleportation has been even Oculus has been driving teleportation to no. So late that you know it's still. But I mean, and it makes. We I, I don't know. If, we were saying smooth locomotion, smooth locomotion. It's, yeah. but, but it's gonna. Ha- it's do. on. They did because it's on the website. <laughs> if you go to the have Life website, they yeah. say that they have all. But it just depends on what that means and if it works well
0: with what they designed. That's all that's I'm what true. you're saying is the integration is important, Rowdy What's the point you were trying to make?
3: No, I, I do think that they're gonna implement it, and I think they've already done that from the get go because they know how. Um, I mean, they've been in in the VR community for for quite a while, so I, I do think that they 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 know the controversy around it of not giving people options. And I think if there's one thing that Valve knows or needs to do, I mean, they even do that with the with Steam VR is like providing mm-hmm. people options. Uh, so, well, I, yeah. I mean, I with I their tweet, it it, it
0: it, it kind of seems like they um, legitimized at least the rumor that was there. So I don't know if they did that on the back of. All the hype that was there, loads of people were talking about. Mm. Oh, there's going to be new Half-Life Alex, and so if that it, either that came out of the rumor mill or they had plans and then decided not to show, yeah, It I suppose it doesn't really matter to us, right? We didn't get to see more Half-Life Alex. No. I think it was unnecessary because it's been quite soon after the original yeah. trailer, which was an amazing trailer. If you haven't seen Half-Life Alex yeah. or know anything about Half-Life, yeah. please go watch that. I think you'll be convinced. I, I, I think the best we could get out of this is that they communicate. That they said, yeah.
1: hey, listen, we're not going to do it. And we were just sitting like you. You were just sitting there like with your eyes like, oh, is it, it going to come? Is it? And then it doesn't, right? So they told us so you, you,
0: you could, you know, set your, your hype to a
1: certain uh, yeah, I standard.
0: Did, I, I knew that wasn't going to come, but I still, you know what I was hoping? And this is what I tweeted out about it as well. I thought that they were trying to do some wordplay, like be really smart about it. And they're like, oh, we're not going to show Half-Life Alex, but we are going to show Left 4 Dead VR. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I thought that was going to be a bait and switch. I would have loved that to happen, but uh, it's okay. We, we have enough news from Valve. I'm not yeah. upset. I love that you're like, you're now saying like they're, they're communicative. The company that only just created a Twitter account in 2019? <laughs> yeah. But, well, okay. That's a big thing. It's a big thing,
1: right? Yeah. Um, also, uh, something that I uh, <laughs> saw uh, Half-Life related is that uh, Valve is now uh, advertising the trailer on YouTube and maybe also other places. So you might see a video and then there is a, an ad at the start that shows the trailer. So they are also pushing it. Um, so that's, that's good.
0: Huh. Well, that's good. Yeah, excellent. But like you said before about the Game Awards, just to kind of put a pin in that one, then um, it was a very well-produced show. Like it didn't have any major interruptions. There was only one guy who I saw, one developer who was like, you could see he was like half choking and they got it away from him. (laughs) And then, of course, um, what's the guy's name from Sony who was on stage with his translator? Oh, uh, uh, Kojima? Uh, Sorry, Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima. So he's like talking away. I felt so bad for that poor translator because he was going on for minutes. He had to
1: remember a lot.
0: And then the Fortnite guys were like talking just like crazy amount. And it was so funny to see they were basically shouting him down off stage with the little like billboards telling him like, please wrap it up. Wrap Mm. it up, buddy. (laughs) It was so fun to watch that. So seeing that live (laughs) definitely made it worthwhile. Um, So I got some giggles out of it anyway. yeah. So now, what we've all been waiting for! Please drum on your um, bone-based drum kit, BoneWorks Impressions. Okay, a couple of things I'll say, and then we'll uh, we'll open it up. So last launched last week, or sorry, la- launched this week, the much-awaited physics-based first-person shooter dropped, and it's been a popular seller. Uh, but I do wonder what people think, having had a few days of it. So Ars Technica, uh, a, a news site uh, that covers technology and that. Uh, Their review stated, an absolute VR mess, yet somehow monumentous. Steam Spy sales indicate that the user base is currently between 200,000 and 500,000 copies having been sold in the last couple of days since release. And, uh, well, we've had a lot of news this week, so I want to keep this relatively uh, relatively free form. You know, no structure, no spine, no ribcage or femurs to get in the way, just a fleshy (laughs) pile of opinions. So let's hear it, lads. What did you think about Boneworks? And in particular, what surprised you?
3: Go ahead,
1: Nathie.
0: <laughs> <know. laughs> this is going to be a fun so, one. I so, can feel the
1: fire. so we have all played it, right? Yeah, uh, yes. Or,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. All three. So, well, um, I played the story. I have not played the sandbox. The game has two modes. Story, sandbox. Um, and I'll say one that's... thing.
0: Just mind spoilers. That's all I'll say for the benefit of men, it's it's, it's it's hard, hard to identify
1: what a spoiler is and what isn't but i will t- i will try i will t- okay. i will do my best for my benefit <laughs> as well i haven't gone yeah, through no, the whole uh, thing yeah. no, no, I, I, I understand i understand so yeah so uh, i'm i'm someone like let's say uh, for me sandbox is something that means that i need to entertain myself to a certain degree i need to use my imagination my creative ideas to well enjoy myself right uh, the story in, in this case is point-to-point is to, point, to a certain degree. Uh, it does feel open at, at some parts where there's a lot to explore. Let's say the more you discover uh, in Boneworks, the more rewarding it becomes, the more entertaining it gets. Um, if you rush through it, you're going to miss a lot. It's not going to be as fun as you think it can be. And that's what I'm going to say. Um, and the story in this sense is not getting told uh through let's say characters that you meet as far as and i haven't finished the game just yet i'm close but i haven't encountered characters that talk to me that i team up with to a certain degree it's just like how many
0: hours deep are you would you say i have 15 hours in Um, 15
1: yeah 15 i i got uh, access
0: sandbox or no
1: no 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 the story but i i had access before it came out so i had some time to catch up with certain things so i i you know i could just relax and play before the whole storm started (laughs) um but um uh, as rowdy said with uh, budget cuts you have let's say uh, screens that tell you a little bit of the story from time to time Mm -hmm. but i would describe it as a environmental storytelling game with a lot of sandbox elements to it you can be uh, creative 2, there is no cheating, that's also something that gets stalled in the tutorial, that takes an hour, and that, that says enough about the mechanics, It's it will be hard to master, especially if you have never played something like this before, and... That's true because there is nothing like this. This is the first you, time.
0: When you said there's no cheating. There is you, no cheating. Okay. Because I took the tutorial a little bit differently. I, I heard them say it's okay to cheat. In other words, if what you can do within the it world and it's physics, also... it won't limit you. Like no, that, right? no,
1: no, but no. Meaning, that's the that's same, mean. same yeah. yeah, that's the yeah, same yeah, deal. But the same but, like there, you can't cheat because it. there is no cheating. It doesn't even... Nothing is... It's just your ideas, your creativity that, you yeah. know, takes the, takes the lead... Um, so, so it it, it feels very uh, free in that sense, um, and it's it's like a mix of Half Life and and Portal, where there are a lot of puzzles. There is a lot of action too. At some parts, it's slow, and you just gotta figure out how to get to the to the other side. Um, but as I said, the more you spend in this game, mm. the easier it becomes. At the start, it's not gonna be that you know easy to learn like i've seen for example mike play a game where he didn't know that you could jump very high like i i am like used to jumping <sighs> oh, a lot get, now where did
0: he gets get stuck
1: <laughs> well he got stuck at a certain puzzle but if he if he let's say if he knew how to like but he, he like he's played it for the first time so how can you know right because even after the tutorial it's not like you you know everything there's still so much it does teach you uh, to, it teaches you that to because, learn but i so, was
0: i was physically jumping actually <laughs> until i realized you could button jump as well yeah
1: yeah and you can pull in your your uh, legs and two to make it to certain places but besides that um you know uh, i've seen of course this whole reaction to boneworks some people being very positive some people uh, that are not so positive um and um the, the thing that I've seen some people react to the way they um, describe the game came out of pr- pure frustration of not knowing how to play it. Because even me, after playing it for five to ten hours, mm. I was still not very good at it, okay? And then after all, I got into this flow of like, wow, okay, now I get it. And this is a game for people who are you know, yep. a VR enthusiast. This is not for the regular consumer. It's very intense. I'm not going to lie. I got a, I got motion sick a couple of times where Did I you? was like, I'm All just right. going to turn it off after like two, three hours playing it straight. I was like, okay, because I got too, uh, let's say, uh, excited where I was just doing this crazy stuff that, you know, is super intense and it's a workout. So you start to sweat and then everything comes together. But now after playing it for so long, I... I, I start to get more and more used to it so yeah that's kind of my um is yeah my, it? this is and so for you is it thumbs up thumbs down it, it's yeah it's definitely a thumbs up it it let's say it it's it sets the mood for half-life and it also sets an, a new standard in in some ways for what we want in terms of interaction in vr things come more to life and and that's super awesome
0: okay ready
1: um
2: <laughs>
3: Uh, So, I mean, I played this game for roughly uh, an hour, I think, I think I spent maybe a little bit more than an hour, I finished the tutorial and the first level I got a little bit into. um, But I kind of realized that it's not really for me, the game, just Mm -hmm. in general. there are issues that I have with the game that I'll, I'll maybe describe a little bit later. But maybe I'll, I'll, like Nate did as well, I'll describe like the core concept that I, of, of yeah. my experience at least. Yeah. Um, I found the puzzles to be a bit frustrating, even though you could use, you know, physics in order to like solve them. Uh, a lot of the times, it, the game didn't really do what I was expecting it to do. The physics would kind of. I don't know, it would do something weird. I have to say though, I play with the Oculus Touch controllers and I do not like the integration of the if I see how well it's integrated on the Valve Index, mm. having played Vertical 2 demo, seeing how well the integration was done there, I'm a little bit disappointed with the Oculus Touch integration here. I kind of feel like I'm like I'm my hands are like spazzing out like this the entire time and the only emotion I can do is like Yeah, you now you're
0: seeing you're seeing binary motion.
3: Uh, not, not, not binary, not binary, but whenever I'm not doing anything, my hands are like this the entire time.
0: Right. Audio listeners, he's, he's, he's putting his hands completely out, out. but also like splayed. Um, That's interesting. So you're saying, so as you're walking around, that's the kind of resting position that I, yeah. I I should probably
1: mention that I played it on the Valve Index, but I also played it on the Quest through Oculus Link. And what Rowdy says, I can definitely um you know agree with that although as i said i've been playing it so much that i seem to get a certain because you're so into it that even with the touch i was like okay i'm starting to get it but yeah i was i I could see that on the valve index it was way more fun way more realistic way cooler the
3: one-to-one ratio of the of what you see in a game to what you actually have in the controller It's not correct. The angle is also off, so it makes Mm it like those kind of things. Like that kind of like for a physics simulator, those are the things that for me really need to be like just perfect. Um, I was not a big fan of the level design. The ones that I've, I mean, I've only played for like you know a little bit more than an hour, so I don't have the fifteen hours of experience that Nathy has. Um, It it didn't. After playing that one hour and ten minutes, I kind of like put it down, and it's been now like four days ago, and I haven't really been like. Oh, I want to dive back in and maybe no that's itch. my fault maybe it's because yeah. I was like overhyped I know that I mentioned in the last episode I do hope that it's going to be more than just a like a you know nice physics simulator game like a tech demo like they even joke about in the game themselves but <laughs> the reason why I started getting a bit worried about that was because the only thing that was being shown in those awesome trailers was always like the physics the physics the physics and the, the story kind of like never really got through that. So it's I was just, like, okay, I think yeah. the story is going to play a second fiddle to the, to the physics game, which is fine, which is fine for me because they're going to make a sandbox. But this is the thing that really pissed me off about this game because I'm not interested in playing the entire story mode for like 15 or 16 hours. I wanted to go into the sandbox mode or in the arena mode because they have an arena mode as well. I only wanted to go into the sandbox mode. You need to first unlock the sandbox mode. Fine, okay, you need to unlock it. It, take, it took me roughly, I think, 45 minutes in order to finally find a thing where I could unlock it, okay? Ah. But then once you unlock the sandbox mode, for some reason, there's for me at least, there was nothing in there. You need no. to still unlock all of the things yeah. throughout the story mode. The, oh, the, the God. guns, no. the so, enemies, the... And I'm like, so, that, why? Why is that done? I, I because mean, I
1: I think <laughs> they they... Because they, of course, want you to play the story. Yeah. I think that they... Want you to experience that first, although yeah. it's very long. Like, if you want to get all the items, like as you said, like yeah. you want to get everything straight away. The problem is, even I, after playing so many hours, there are still things that I saw in the trailer that I don't so now, have. And yeah, <laughs> but
3: it's an but achievement that's the system. the thing. Isn't like isn't a lot it? of people that's have like actually complained inherent... about that on the on the Steam store. Yeah. Where is the level that was shown in the trailers, and that is not in there yet? That's going to be a later update.
0: Mm. Oh, is that true? Oh, yeah, right. So the people played through. So let me um, thank you for your impressions, lads. i throw my mm-hmm. chip, kind of chip in the hat or whatever. Um, I played it solely on Oculus Quest using virtual oh. desktop so oh. I could get it wirelessly with Brave. a subpack on, which which actually worked very well. The only thing that, that niggled me was I actually found that the gradiated hand movement was fine. I found that the angle of the hand uh, for certain interactions, like if I'm pointing straight, I wasn't pointing straight in the game. Um, the hand angle was wrong, and that may just be a touch integration problem. Uh, but it sounds to me from your experiences that that's the same on the Oculus platform, no matter how you play it: Link Quest via virtual desktop or uh, native Oculus mm-hmm. Home to Rift S or something. So
3: yeah, and another that, thing for me, yeah, like what I wanted to say as well, is that I was. But again, that's maybe because I was so overhyped with the with the physics. I I didn't find it so revolutionary as some people are touting it to be um i think that for example games like blade and sorcery they do melee weapons far better than the experience that i have had in in boneworks i think for example hot dogs horseshoes and hand grenades does guns way better than uh than uh boneworks handles it but of course those are like separate games this is like the unity we Mm. need to look at and they've also had time to polish of course of course so i get that but the the I guess that my, my expectations for a physics simulator were just set so high that I was expecting to achieve those kind of levels as well. And I, I kind of was a little bit, I found it a bit weird when I saw people expecting, oh, virtual reality is not going to be the same anymore. When I know that there are other games out there that have been better, doing better. this kind of concept as, as good or even better in terms of a, a physics simulation in a particular kind of, field then maybe not entirely Mm. like boneworks does it which i I still think it's a revolutionary game just if you look at like you know the the entire marketing and the exposure that the game has received this is a turning point of virtuality i completely agree with that but i don't agree with the fact that this is only due to the physics that are in boneworks because some of the physics i mean let's be honest they're a bit janky the climbing it's it's absolutely horrendous I, for me it's like my neck is attached to a bungee cord or something my it, i'm like is going up it, and down and
0: maybe i haven't seen that yet but um oh. like, my impression of the game was uh i so i like games that are experimental and you guys know i focus ten, my tends to be on indies so i i don't mind jank in my games i don't mind if it's janky and a bit funny mm-hmm. um i i found that like the first pipe crossing me in, I don't remember, one of the initial levels, I was able to, like, spider monkey that thing, and that just, like, blew my <laughs> mind. I was like, I could just, like, wrap around it and, like, get around it, and I thought that there was going to be something hidden up the top. There wasn't in the end, but I spent about 10 minutes just clambering around this pipe, and I found, as someone who likes climbing, that to be really um, immersive. Cool. And actually, yeah. there's a lot of stuff in this that I wasn't able to do in other games in the same kind of... It feels like a free-flow way. So I, I've, I've warmed quite a bit, but I totally see... The um and again I, w- I won't say younger, but let's say people who are have a n- have a need for faster and faster uh, feedback in a in, in that loop. This game is a slow burner at the start. Like that that tutorial takes quite a bit of time.
2: Yeah, no,
0: the, the the satisfactory parts of the game, it feels almost like it's taken me about two hours to get to the tutorial. Right. And I'm taking my time, but um it, but it it, it 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 seems like they've they've almost kept the content. Away from the first two hours, the refund block in Steam, you know, so it's like, ah, oh, you've got to play through the game if you want to get to the good stuff. And I do think that people are going to, in that first window, make the decision, this isn't the game for me in refund prior to the game really kicking off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but true. some of the stuff like
2: what I weapons really like, that you by start off
0: with that are physics based mm-hmm. that. For me, were like really happy moments. Like really, uh, it, the game has brought a smile to my face. Not that many games do. So for me, like even though I haven't seen much of the action so far, uh, mm. I I like what's there. I haven't played with the sandbox, and I think the sandbox to me is probably the least attractive piece of the game. Yeah,
2: um,
0: I, I think they I think they yeah. slowed
1: it down because, as I said before, this is not an easy game to play. It's no. it, it, it's like you play surgeon simulator for the first time. It's like, how do the heck do I move my <laughs> hand in this direction? right and, and and with this one, that's the same. they they build it up because if let's say they made it more action packed at the start, as some people uh, uh, said, I don't think it would have ended well for those players. Uh, yeah because it it bums up pretty quickly. What I played yesterday, my God. My God, it gets real hard. It gets the, real intense, like, yeah, real get, action-packed. Gets, gets you comfortable, though,
0: right? Like, so it's, yes, it does. It's a does. slow burner, gets you comfortable with the controls so that you feel good with yeah, them. But it doesn't you've you've
1: have acclimated. to be. But also, it doesn't have to be slow. For some people, you can just walk through and it goes super fast. It doesn't have to take that it's long. Although... Good point. It, like, I, I would say it's a shame if you do, because if you... Uh, let's say spend some time in every level. There is a lot to mm-hmm. you know discover, yeah, and as exactly. I said, it's more rewarding yeah. too. Uh, um, well, what
3: I did personally like a lot in the time span that I did play was the kind of museum they put up about like virtuality <laughs> and amazing. The, uh, locomotion. I, th- I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I mean that. That's did, you just my the opinion. People- <laughs> did you notice the glass
0: effect? Did you notice the glass effect in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The curved glass effect, like that they have in the game, like some of the material effects. I really liked. Like you, I think the physics are. A- can be a little underwhelming at times yeah, so it is probably a little bit more janky than i was expecting yeah. it to be the, the thing that i really missed in right? terms of,
3: of, of physics itself were, were two things majorly uh, hmm. destruction physics i didn't really see a lot of that like
0: the crates they kind of like it was half-life two level destruction like you hit a you hit a crate yeah. and it breaks into four or five bits but it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like bad wow. company two mm-hmm. physics like and then also
3: done um the sound physics uh, I had a, a baseball bat and I was just testing it. I was like testing, it, bang it against the ball, bang it against this, and there are like some different kind of sounds that they have, like for some, for example, for if you materials hit a fence of mm-hmm. materials. Yeah. So I was expecting that to be more, but I, for example, I was hitting a cardboard box and it sounded the same as I was hitting uh, a a wall, for mm-hmm. example. Just to give an example. I don't know if that was the case, but there were objects that I was hitting that I was expecting yeah. to sound differently. It's it's.
1: it's and they did. I think I think that if you build a game that is all about physics is very ambitious and, and there's like an endless like way of like what you can do with that, right? Yeah, um, because if you think about it, like today, it's so weird because I've been playing so much Boneworks that when I opened the door or I did something, I was like, wait, so Boneworks is basically just, you know, like, you know, based on what I do in real life in a way, right? Um, but then you notice that I can still do more in real life than what Boneworks can do. And then, then, you think about like whoa, but that, then development-wise, there is there is too much that you will sure. ever be able to pack sure. into a title. But yeah. sound effects, I, I perfectly are definitely- understand
3: now. By the way, why Health Life is using floating hands and not inverse kinematics? Because I I mean watching people stream as well, like see those like tippity tappity like feet like they would do that on Half-Life, I'd just be like, yeah, no. Although although we
1: are going to see some elements from Boneworks in Half-Life, because apparently, and these are of course rumors or or sources that we heard that Brandon and his team they went to Valve and they showed it off and there were a lot of things that Valve thought, like, wow, we can, you know, use that for Half-Life. So there are some some things in there that we're gonna see back in Half Life, but yeah, Half Life is 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 let's say in depth, sense more arcadey, the, but does, I do uh, think that's good.
3: Does BoneWorks actually allow for feet tracking like they do in Blade and Sorcery? Uh,
0: not yet. So, are you guys talking about? I haven't seen it myself on output mode, but they were all, stream was telling me like enable basically an observer mode, uh, and so yeah. does it show your full body in a scene? Is that what you're talking about? And the legs are actually animated as well. I was no, just talking about me looking down. Else. Oh, you just mean looking down and seeing your legs <laughs> and being a little bit like, it's a bit funny. Yeah, there there was actually a place. Uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I broke some glass, I pushed a button and it should have been a more hardcore mode, but I couldn't discern the differences. Um, anyway, we'll talk okay. about it off stream because <laughs> just in case I'm spoiling it for anybody. Um, but I suppose the game in in as a whole package for me, um, I feel like it's worth the money. Um, in terms of what they're—it's not, not that expensive. Not that expensive. It was twenty-four pounds, so it was like it, that's, that's worth it. For it was just very unique, and that's the thing I like about it most is that it's a very unique yeah. experience. But
1: do you buy into those DLCs and that potential multiplayer or that workshop?
3: They're not going
0: to do. And...
1: They're not going to do multiplayer.
0: Yeah, I, uh, they've, they've already hard,
3: stated man. that they won't. Yeah, no?
0: I I think I think Steam. Um, oh, it's not Steam. What am I thinking about? Source two. Is going to get here way faster than that's going to ever be a, a possibility. I, I think so. what that
3: what I really would have liked to see, but what's not going to happen, is uh, mod support and multiplayer. I really think that like they the missed API? the ball on, uh, yeah. on on not providing mod support with a game like this. It's a
2: sin, if you isn't see isn't the it?
3: success of Blade and Sorcery, it's it's almost only because of mods. Well, no, I mean it's a great game, but mod support uh, like really lifted that to like another level. Uh, and not having that in a game like that. I, I, I'm, I, I'm I guess sure they that, know
0: they know that. But these are isn't. decisions. These, well, you have to decide splitting your resources. They could patch that in in a year. You know what I mean? They could do, and it would still or, have a good effect. Or they're like, the we're selling
1: the game. We're selling. We're selling a lot of copies. With that money, we can make more. Maybe the money was. Up, That's what stress and this Level 2
0: Does though. So. Like they've done. That's that exactly what they do. Or well. well, they go <laughs> for another another project. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, because yeah. they seem to be not attention deficit disorder, but they, you know, <laughs> these guys, they're not single project dudes. They're not going to be yeah. on Bone Works ten years from now. I would doubt this is not their only pony. Yeah. Um, chat was talking about how um, they feel, Hussein said uh, that he felt that it was sad that uh, like uh, this is getting like 2000 review videos a day and Asgard's <laughs> Wrath is getting like, y- you know, half that in several months.
3: But oh. that's again, that's like the hype that this game has built throughout. And that's also why my expectation levels were so so high because I was expecting this really to be like, you know, even way further than what what it originally is. Uh, with Asgard's Rats, that's the opposite. You know, it's Oculus has done it's, some kind of like um, marketing campaign around this, but I mean nobody was I mean, as hyped for that game you know, as they well, were yeah, the for It feels wars.
0: like, I mean, the more I play Asgards, the more I just feel like, wow. I mean, that game it, 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 there's a game that just stuns you. But I mean, it was mentioned in chat as well. There are people who boycott Oculus and Facebook, right? They they boycott that directly. So that hemisphere is kind of cut off to them and i i still feel it it's steam. It, steam and it had that originally
3: as well when they when they released steam originally people were boycotting steam as well i remember
0: that good old <laughs> green steam military green steam you guys remember but
1: that you also yeah. need to know that that you know uh, stress level zero has a youtube channel called node and then they have uh corridor digital who also Sometimes yeah. plays what they make, so they had, you know, they made tons of videos uh, before this even came out. You know, they have always been very open with new hardware that we could see, like a lot of people see Node as a VR channel, just like Tested and and others. So uh, with that, they had like a huge marketing machine that Oculus, let's say, doesn't have in that well, sense. It's, a very it's natural not, it's way of. I know in the chat they're
3: saying that it's not specifically their YouTube channel, and that is that is true. Uh, but But you don't see it that way it doesn't
1: feel that way you feel like it's 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 connected to correct uh to that um and yeah i don't know it's 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 funny that like the reactions are very exotic and i like that because as i said before this is this is a game we haven't had before in that sense where it's like a a full physics based not just hey it's combat or it's that no it's everything together they're trying to make it like package. I
3: said at the beginning, I, I do see this as a, as a you know, revolutionary turning point in virtual reality. But the thing that frustrates me just a little bit is that some people are giving it credit for things that are not <laughs> new into born works, And that's kind of like...
1: But that's, I, a part, but that's a part yeah, of the hype. That's what, ha- what happens I with every game. With every game, it's like, wow, it's the same with the hand tracking right now. If you're like, whoa, this is the first time I've hand tracking, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, but I've seen seen the the lead motion uh, pull off the same trick. Yeah. But that's it's the thing exactly. with hype. Like
0: when my wife rated it earlier, she's like 8 out of 10. I was like, really? 8 out of 10? Like that's, you <laughs> yeah, know, well, it's, that's, it's good, but is it 8 out of 10?
1: Yeah, that's just a part. And, and of course, there's the popular opinion that people jump on. But um, yeah, I I don't know. It's, it's an interesting... Uh, Interesting title, I got to say. And for me personally, like I don't play that many games that I come back into because I I want to see the ending and I want to finish it up. Um, So for me, I I was I was hooked from the start. And also, like you need to know, I, I went to their office, so I've seen it uh upfront so for me it was like already the expectations were on a certain level yeah, and then it comes out and you guys you never played it it's kind of like oh, so what the heck are we what is this oh how do i need to describe it? it's hard to describe this one yeah. it's like it's almost like art there is something you don't like about it. there's something you do like about it i can um, perfectly and-
3: understand why people like it like
1: and, and, and like I said, I do think it's a
3: game changer for like virtual reality yeah. just Turn in general, just because of the the amount of exposure that the virtual world has gotten yeah. because of this again. Um,
0: but about your frustration, it. like the point about okay, sandbox is there, I need to unlock the stuff. I remember having that with racing games where I was like, I want all the cars in multiplayer, and they're like, You're gonna have to play through the campaign and unlock them all. I kind of feel like it's it's such a fifty-fifty, right? I mean, I kinda back them because being able to have an achievement system, which is basically go play the game, unlock these things, you'll get excited when you get new Mm -hmm. things to unlock, it propels itself. Mm -hmm. I think that's a better choice than saying, hey, you buy the game and boom, you get it all. Mm -hmm. And the way I would go for it, and I hate that I'm saying this because it's a monetization route, but I feel like you should be able to do what you could do in like Battlefield, after a couple of months, they, they released a DLC where you could say, un- unlock fully the soldier character class. So I didn't have to work it all out, but they just let me, you know, put it behind a paywall. Not much money, a couple of bucks. And I just, you know, oh, it's like, no. I just want to hack it. Oh, hack no, it.
3: don't take those words back, Sim. I know I should
0: take these words back, but it's, it is an option. Pay more on the money table. for the
3: same content in the game?
0: Heck but no. if you want to shortcut it, you know what I mean? Cheat codes. <laughs> It isn't multi. I, so the thing is, it's not multiplayer, so it's not on the same. Exactly. And to be honest,
2: mm-hmm.
0: maybe maybe what they could do is allow you in an any file update that you could do for yourself that just unlocks it all. If you don't want to go through the FAF, that oh, would be the yeah. fairest well, way well, for well, the developer to do it. What
3: I'm honestly the most excited about is about the next game studio that is going to implement these kind of concepts in their kind of game.
0: <sighs> oh, that burns.
2: No, well, I'm no I know.
3: Nothing against stress level zero, but I'm honestly excited about, you know, what other game developers that with games that I personally really like when they take yeah. this kind of concept and implement it in their kind of games. Yeah. So
0: dinosaur single-player <laughs> physics game. No, the,
3: the thing that I'm still oh, yeah. honestly the most excited about that I've played like in the recent times Vertigo 2.
0: Yeah, oh, Vertigo 2 is, is huge up on my high meter. For 2020, mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. Even over Alex, I think. I, th- I, think, I think we're going to see a hybrid of
1: Vertigo 2 and Boneworks, and that's like Half-Life. Because there are so many elements oh. from both games. Like, for example, uh, Vertigo 2 is, is, is also very much Portal and so much, you know, and Boneworks is the same way. I think I think even Boneworks is a little bit of Gmod in a way, and there's yeah. there's a lot going on yeah. there. So I think both of them combined... Brings us to but I, I do think that, like it shows that um Valve and also the Valve index have a lot of potential and that they're they hopefully next year it, it catches up steam with other developers and we're going to see some some competition in that sense because mm. for a while there wasn't that much going on and now we're like oh PC VR gets a gets a new level too of, of what it can do. So
0: oh good. Very good. Well, yeah. uh, just as we're starting to wrap up here, maybe the longest show running ever. Uh, thank <laughs> you for staying with us for the additional DLC content at the end of this podcast. If you have any questions, please put them in chat. Um, and also we'd be interested, what was your highlight from today's show for our Wednesday clip of the week? Exactly. we a clip out the best bit. So let us know what you thought that was. While, I'm, while we're waiting for questions to roll in, here's a reminder of the weekly show times. We roll at high noon in Kansas City, Pew, pew. 6 p.m. in Edinburgh, where I live, in the quickly melting iceberg that is the UK and this political landscape. 7 p.m. in Frankfurt, which happens to be in Europe, but also finds itself between two brioche buns to form a steamingly warm hot dog. Please <laughs> like the video and remember to send us your internal organs, just the ones that go for more than a thousand US dollars cash. Follow us on Twitter, crew, And um, yeah, lads, what do we have in chat? Any
1: questions. Uh, so we have someone asking, what was your favorite thing
0: in Boneworks? Oh, easy. For, Murphy the monkey. Straight out the bat, Mur- <laughs> he was a little brown, huggable mm. teddy bear. Murphy the right. monkey is my
2: favorite. I, I
3: think for me, I mean, for the, the time spent that I did play it, was uh, I, I wanted to say uh, the sandbox, but didn't really get to try that. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be the museum... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, since since there is no cheating, uh, I would say the like you know the the first time I got this sledgehammer and I broke the window, oh, and
2: yeah. uh, and
1: yeah. and also putting a trash can on my head and just uh, not, <laughs> not like no one can hit me anymore, but also not knowing where you're going and then just bumping into stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see in chat someone said, uh, "I have a question: Can a game be haunted? Can a game be haunted? Yes, yes. Uh, wasn't Zelda Zelda haunted?" One of the Zelda copies. I did not hear this. I, all I've heard of, I heard about a CD once, which was, was it Queen or uh, one of the Metalhead? The Beatles? Um, they, no, they bled themselves. They gave blood and they put their blood into the ink that, that, that went into the CD album cover. I was how like, much blood did they
3: have? Or how many copies did they sell?
0: <laughs> I don't think it was only blood. I think it had ink in there as well. You know, but that's a bit scary. It's like you can contract an STD from this animal. <laughs> Please don't do that for VR. Thank you. Did uh,
1: anyone try the cow VR headset? Uh, no. Uh,
0: I'm not a cow. What are you calling us? Yeah. Oh, yeah they're asking it, so. <laughs> Bastards. <it. laughs> uh, anything else? Anything else? Anything on um, Twitch? Well, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well It's like no one's watching Twitch. Okay. <laughs> All good. Good, good, good. So um, thank you everyone for tuning in to this extended version of the podcast. As we conclude this week's festive episode celebrating Mike, the bright-nosed reindeer, I remind you that Santa's sleigh is only 10 days away. I'm looking at you non-Amazon Prime people. Go to better sorts, sort yourselves out, you know. So until next show, keep yourself cozy in VR and goo-goo-goo-goo. Peace. Bye-bye.